You're gonna cry. You're gonna cry. Yeah, I'm going Hey, that- Hey, Cody. cry about no. fucking orca. I defended an no. orca in court. Cody, they're gonna call you That's a dumb baby if you cry. Don't do it. He is a dumb baby. Don't cry. No, dumb don't baby. say that to- <laughs> Cody, don't cry. Cody.
from across all corners of our fair planet Earth. Welcome to the Gaming Cult Podcast. Worldwide opinions on obscure and up-to-date gaming talk culture and decree for today and yesteryear. You love it, my boy. My boy! Hello and welcome to episode 37 of the Gaming Cult Podcast. I am your host, Jake Innes, from sunny Sydney, Australia. Hot as a fuck here. Joining us from San Diego, California, we have Brian Abshakura. Hello there, everyone. Brian, how are you? I'm doing very well. How is everybody doing? Good. We haven't seen you in a little while, my friend. I know. Sorry to all the viewers out there. I missed you. I missed you too, Brian, my friend. Also, Garrett Hunter. Hello, Garrett. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Oh, you know, it's all right. It's hot. It's hot? Oh, dude, it's been, like, rainy and overcast, nice and cold. It's winter's approaching here in San Diego. All the better for a dark wave a fanatic such as yourself. Oh, yeah, it's my time of month, for sure. It's, like, uh, brooding and very heavy. That's like a girl joke, time of the month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know I, yeah, and it should there. be, and I, I, I should have said time of year, because... <laughs> Joining us... Uh, from Georgia, USA, we have the last Cody. Hello, Cody. Hi. Hi, Cody. Hi, Jake. Just no, nothing but a hi again this this time. You're not going to switch it up. I, no, I just greeting you. That's okay. it. It's it. God, every time. Whatever. Cody, uh, my friend, how are you? Hi, Brian. Also joining us from Sydney is <laughs> Zach Innes. Hello, Zach, my brother. Zach, hello. Zach. I prefer to be addressed by my full title from now on. Well, I'm not going <laughs> to fucking do it. Why not? Ooh, I'll do it. Go All ahead. Go ahead. Please. Now announcing Hollywood superstar Zach Innes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Clapping yourself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, how is everyone? I'm doing great. I love the sunny weather. It's all right. I'll tell you what I'm doing extra all right today. What? Because we've got a special guest. <laughs> That's right. Joining us. From also San California. Diego? California. Here Orange we go. County. Oh, he's from the OC, ladies and gentlemen. You remember that? I don't want to wait for a last. It was that. Is that the OC thing? That was Dawson. Oh, yeah. So, look. No, you're right. Yeah. Look out for the oh, morning light. Let me hear my prayer for you. Looking up to stay. See the best of nothing. We can't rap. Still a pro. Frank Howley. Yo! Special hey. guest, Frank Howley. Yep. It's the Hooli himself. How are you, sir? So good. I've been waiting for this all my life. And now I'm here. So let's do this. I'm glad you're here. Yeah. Let's do it. Well, this is episode 37. We had a nice little special episode for you last time. We had the music special, the third music special. That went down pretty well. We had more music. We had DJ PayPal, Orange Julius, MasterCard, Boy Drama. Went well. What do you think? It was good. I think it was a right, brilliant episode. Thank you, Brian. Always love that music special. Absolutely. And big thank you to Mauricio for coming out, as always. Uh, but, you know, there's, some, there's a couple of things that have happened since then. A couple oh, yeah. of things. A couple of consoles. A few. A few. Consoles, maybe? What do you think? Maybe. There's been some new consoles. Mm-hmm. There's been a console, but then there's been a second console. Should we talk about them both? One or four consoles. Mm -hmm. We had that PS4. <laughs> Boom. And it came out. And then it came, and then nothing happened. 
And then it came out in Australia. And then I didn't get one, because I couldn't get one. Boys, what do you oh. think of that PS4? Uh, well, who here got who got that PS4? I know, Cody, you got that PS4? I got that PS4. I got, I got that, that PS4. PS4. Oh, Frank's got that PS4. Yeah, nice. um, I did not. You're waiting, Brian? Are you planning on getting a PS4, you think? Oh, absolutely, yeah. PS4 is definitely the one um, that interests me the most of the two. And, uh... You know, I've been I've been seeing some tweets out by Hideo Kojima, you know, um, mm. creator Metal Gear, talking about Ground Zeroes and uh, and a release date. And I didn't think it was going to be as soon as it is, but uh, yeah, hopefully March I got 18th, some money. right? Yeah, hopefully I got some money put together because I'd really that's like the that's like the one game that's going to make me want to buy a PS4. Um, I, I've been seeing some tweets by Hideki Kamiya telling people to fuck off. Yeah, telling people to eat their mom's shit. <laughs> That's right. I love, I love Senpai Kamiya. I love his Yeah, I love you so much. I love his command of the English language. Eat your mom poopoo. Like Askrin. He's <laughs> like he Askrin. He's not engaged in any types of fisting, but I think he is a, he is a PS4 fan. Apparently, uh, Stephen Fry interviewed that Ugandan preacher just recently. Oh, I, that's I, right. I, uh, I really oh, have wow. to watch that interview. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, that's not the type... I want to find out, because it's not the type of Africa that I want for me and my family. Yeah. A kind where they are engaged in something called fisting. Well, they, we can't no. let them eat the poo-poo of our children. No, no, no. No, it's our not, sacred not like ice. Not like ice cream. I'd like ice cream. Frank, do you um, see how they play with it? Yeah, man, it's disgusting. I'm just trying to get a easy. In, in, in that interview, has he updated his theory on what they do with poop and stuff? Did he, like, spice it up, or is it the same old, same old? Are there any new developments? Like yeah. <laughs> Garrett. <laughs> You're trying to get a ham busy. I was trying to get a ham busy, but this guy's talking about spice it up with Mrs. Dash. Okay. Um... I'm I'm excited for back to the PS4, I guess. Sure. Um, some more titles to come out. For me, I got Battlefield 4, and I've been playing that, and I have fun. And I don't play a, a shooter mm, probably like every f three or four years. The last one I played was the first Black Ops that I really got into playing. And this is my first Battlefield game, and I really like it. And it's definitely been long time coming. The weapon customization, everything is so much fun. I'm dreading the Christmas. Uh, the, playing after Christmas is when all the kids are going to get a hold of their PS4s. Mm -hmm. They don't have it yet. The people that are really good at Battlefield, I feel like they don't have their consoles yet. So I'm playing with a bunch of adults or just kind of like people that maybe as a hobby they're into gaming but they have the kind of money to buy a console at launch like this before christmas but most of the kids that just devote you know hours of call of duty and and battlefield the ones that are going to just smear me all over the map they haven't gotten their systems yet so i'm i'm just playing this until christmas and then it's just my kill death ratio will be like 0 to 27 perfect that's not right now it's like... 3 3 to 11 which is not anything to brag about but I love watching Garrett play Battlefield. <laughs> I can't wait for kids to get their consoles for Christmas because I got the new Call of Duty and Battlefield. I played, I haven't played that much on my PS4, but the reason I got Call of Duty 
is because my favorite aspect of playing Black Ops, and I did this with Garrett, is just fucking with kids online. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Because kids have, like, they have no sense of humor, and if so, the only one they have are, like, it's just they just call people, they just, like, make fun of them and, like, call them, like, gay, and that's it. That's that's where it draws the line. But if you, like, do anything, if you do a character or anything, it completely goes over their head, and they're disgusted and, like, confused by everything. <laughs> And so just, like, throwing yeah. logic and messing with kids is so much fun. Oh, it like, is. Like, they, they will call you gay, and you say, yeah, and they'll, and they'll like, they'll break down. They don't know where to go from there. Absolutely. Like, they, it's awesome. So Why I'm don't you just get on their fucking level? That's the best thing to do to kids. You get on their <laughs> oh, level, and you, ins and, you, and you insult harder. Like, yeah, exactly. I was playing GTA Five with my girlfriend the other day, because I have one. And hey, hey oh, yeah, Zach and he's got a girlfriend. Oh, Thank he's you. Got a God damn it. Thank Jesus. you, Zach. Thank you. But so I have. Hey, Zach's got a girlfriend. Did he respond? Where is Eric? He's uh in the other room playing WWE 2K something. He's what? leaving in about 20 minutes to go do his top secret wrestling promotion. Ooh. Oh, fuck. Well, top time to get a hand easy. Well, Actually, I don't think it's secret. He's, by the time this airs, it won't be out, but Eric did uh, some commentary for a live wrestling event in San Diego. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, so he's been he's been meeting with this group and setting up stuff, and he posted it on his Facebook. People in SD, if they want to come down. I mean, it's too late if you're hearing this now, but if you all fucked up. But that's why Eric can't be with us today. He's a big time, like JB and, uh, and Jerry the King. He's doing it up in... JB and Jerry yeah. the King. Isn't that their names? <laughs> it's JBL. You got one of them right. It's JBL <laughs> and Jerry the King Lawler. Yeah, yeah. I just shortened it up. <laughs> I JB. You drop the L and you just like you drop the L in Lawler, Jerry yeah. the King. You don't need. Everyone knows who the fuck King Jerry is, okay, Brian? JB trying to get H busy. <laughs> what happened yeah. to the What happened to the barbecue sauce guy, Jerry Lawler? Does he not do it anymore? Oh, Jerry Lawler hawks his new shitty t-shirts now. He doesn't hawk oh. the barbecue sauce. He's got like an affliction style t-shirt he wears. Okay. So but, he's a fucking 80 year old man in shiny tight t-shirts. So please viewers wish a posthumous good luck to our sweet boy Eric. With all oh, yeah. of his endeavors. Zach, back to whatever the fuck you were talking about. Alright, so basically now whenever I play online games and my girlfriend is over, I put the headset or I go, I call little kids fags and like, you know, Hey, what, what are you going to do about it, faggot? And he's like, no, you're a faggot! I'm like, oh yeah, do you want me to put my girlfriend on? But you don't even have a girlfriend! And they throw your girlfriend on, and they go, hey, fag, and they lose their shit, it's like, a girl's making fun of me! <laughs> but it doesn't end there. You call them a faggot, and they say, why are you crying? Why are you crying? And they go, I'm not crying! Why are you crying? Why are you being such a little fag about it? And then you keep going on and on. I'm, I've had a kid get his older brother on and be like, Hey, stop making fun of my brother. Oh, yeah. I you fucking cunt. I'm like, oh, where about you from? America. Oh, I bet you're fat and ugly too. Oh, I hate you. I hate you fucking British people. You're so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> British. British. <laughs> British. You're so fucking dumb. Can you get your Xbox account, like, flagged or anything? You think they flagged? Uh, <laughs> well, hey, cool, Joey. <laughs> we'll call it Dodie. Like there's 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 like no repercussions for for talking shit on uh Xbox at least 360 cuz there's what can they do really flag your account or can you flag someone's account how does that work has anyone ever dealt with that 
I think it takes like like dozens and dozens of dozens of like reports before your your account's like flagged. Uh, so unless you're like the next Adolf Hitler, I don't think anything ever happens to your account. Yeah, because I that's the thing is like you're I'm the friends next Adolf Hitler. Yeah, do you know you how know? much Adolf Hitler played like chess and would call people faggots? You know? Yeah, he talked <laughs> some shit. <laughs> yeah. Called everyone that Mackie. Yeah. Let's start. If, if wait, hold on. If Hitler were alive, what video games do you think he'd play? Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Flower. Turn to cast Stein. Yeah. I think he would. Yeah, I, I swear to God, I think he would play Flower. He would play all those that gaming company yeah. like games. He wasn't all of them. He was an artist. <laughs> Why is he a big? Haven't you got friends at that game company? What the fuck are you saying? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, nah, what Kelly do to you? No, Kelly's great. It's just I remember reading stuff about Hitler, and it was like, yeah, Hitler was. You know, a vegetarian, loved nature, he, he was like a very good artist, and like really liked uh, to paint, and all this stuff, and I think he played, he might have even played piano, I don't know. So he played but Little it, Big Planet, whatever. So he liked so Red I, <laughs> So I think he would play a game that involved just like being out in nature, and being one with the flower petals, and, and floating around. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. That's the type of game I think Hitler would play. Those games are Hitler approved. <laughs> he probably wouldn't have enjoyed the Medal of Honor franchise. Oh no. Or Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Yeah. Well, this is episode 37. There's those two consoles out there. We love them. I got that Xbox One. It came out here before the PS4 did. And I'm enjoying it. I'm playing that Forza 5. I've always loved the Forza series. And this one is the best yet. It's a lot of fun, and it looks nice, and it plays beautifully with that force feedback. You feel the clutch and the gearbox and all kinds of things that you never felt before. Ooh. Tell you what. And I'm playing the, that... And the beauty, it's yeah. so beautiful looking. Like, the game, the way the environments reflect off the hood of the car in oh, first person. It is fucking impressive. Oh, yeah, and the frame rate's out of control as well, and it's, it's yeah, it's really nice. Also playing Crimson Dragon, the spiritual successor to Panzer Dragoon. And that oh. is well. It's it's good. It's a new Panzer Wait, Dragoon game. Wait, that came out. Yeah, yeah. No, that was a launch uh, download only title for the Xbox One. Oh right. I, right, I, right. I didn't think it was going to be that either. Is, that is the one game, not that I would buy an Xbox One for, but that I would go out of my way to find a friend who owned an Xbox <laughs> One, so that I could do what we did in high school, which mm. is just hang out at their house until I beat the game, and then not really talk to them for a while. <laughs> oh right. Uh, gotta play that Panzer Dragoon. That game's a shit. You try and yeah. do that with Echo the Dolphin. You got like a hundred levels. You'll never leave this place. Friends yeah, forever. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Crimson Dragoon. Like it a lot. Uh, you know, it's it's the only Xbox game with a sort of a sort of Japanese dev kind of feel to it. Very fluid, very arcadey, and I like that game. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Very nice. Nice. I had a chicken burger just earlier. Chicken burger? Yeah. Isn't that just a chicken sandwich? Oh yeah, a chicken sandwich, and it had, you know, pineapple and cheese and oh, a little bit of Thousand Island good. dressing and, yeah, pickles. Making me hungry. Even some pickles on there. Gotta say a pickle. You gotta, you gotta have a pickle. Yeah. You're having burgers? I'm, I, I just had a cup of tea. Earl Grey. I just took to, uh, Frank, I know you're our guest, and we'll get to you in a minute. Yeah, yeah. But... No, hey. I drink Earl Grey tea. I don't think you guys understand. Yeah. And I, I just started drinking coffee recently. 
Really? I'm getting accustomed to the espressos. I'm enjoying oh, it. Oh, yeah. It perks me up. It keeps me in a good mood for the whole day. What kind of espresso do you like? I'm like a fucking savant when it comes to single origin. Uh, yeah. I try to go for something nice. No sugar. And, yeah. Yeah, no sugar black. Make sure it's got a nice oily cremer on the top. Exactly. And then yeah. you, get a, you don't go any of this fucking robusta shit. It's only Arabica, and no fucking mix blends either. You go single origin, and the best places that you can you currently get it from on the market are Kenya, which makes some fantastic beans, very rich, very velvety. It's very nice, and North India, surprisingly. Well, you know, you'd be surprised because Kenyan beans tend to be very acidic and sour. So most folks don't re realize that when you're having a true Italian espresso, a lot of their beans are sourced from Kenya. That's why you get that little bit of that fruitiness at the end of the espresso. That shit, that shit, I live off of that shit. I must have had like 13 espressos today. I even forgot to drink one that I poured. I wow. have... Brian, uh, how I, the Brian, fuck do you know so much? Brian I, works... Yeah, explain this. I am a coffee specialist and a, um, an espresso... Hold on, let me rephrase this. I work for a company that uh, makes capsulated espresso systems. You might have heard of them. They're a little company called Nespresso. And uh, they have taught me so much about coffee. It is ridiculous. The amount of knowledge I know about fucking espresso now is outrageous. And I'm really happy because espresso is awesome. I'm actually, you, you folks can hear me brew one right now. Listen, espresso, listen to that oh. deep here. Wow. Oh, I uh, that. that sounds like a deep fart. <laughs> sounds like it's a deep fart. Brian, it's gonna, it's gonna Brian even brought... He brought a machine with him to our hotel during game days, and me, Eric, and Brian all had espresso the morning of game days. It was a wonderful way to wake up. Beautiful. Mm, do you hear that? Oh, that's my that's my delicious espresso pour in my demi toss that I got from Nespresso. This is uh this is one of my favorites that we have. It's actually uh, predominantly a blend of robustas, which is processed in the semi-wet method, which makes the beans, or uh, the uh, coffee cherries, ferment, which allows you to roast them in a way that doesn't make them harsh, but rather pleasantly smoky and bitter. Really? I hate That's, robusta, usually. Yeah, well, most times robusta is used to uh, uh, kind of filler when you don't have good coffee beans to begin with. Yeah, exactly. It's cheap, so, it's cheap shit as well. It's cheap to yeah. make. It grows anywhere. And, and it makes it very much uh, more bold or bitter without having to use better coffees. And now if you find a coffee that has a little bit of Robusta in it, most of the Robusta that we source is from India. Uh, because of the uh, wet soils that grow there, it makes it uh, less harsh than it would in other uh, regions. So we very specifically pick the Robusta that we use um, for its, its deep, bittersweet, cassis-like bitterness. And the best way to enjoy an espresso is to slurp. If you aren't slurping, you're a plebe. Or a noob. If you drink an Americano, fuck you. Oh, it is wow. quite delicious. Actually, there's quite a fucking trend going on in Australia where everyone has milk in their coffee. It's called a yeah. fucking flat white. Flat white. That most popular fucking drink here, and it's the worst. That's all Americans drink, or, or, or we call that a latte yeah, in America. Well, oh, latte's got a little bit more foam on the top, but yeah. Yeah, basically yours is just, I think it's just the hot milk. They don't even yep. froth it at all. Yep. And it's it's okay. I mean, it's it's fine if you want to have, like, coffee-flavored milk, but it's, if you have a good coffee, 
and uh, and and Jake, also feel free to chime in as as somebody who's new to coffee. Oh, absolutely, I will. Gaming Cult Podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy, like because you think you have to add sugar and milk and all this stuff, and then when you have a, a very well made cup of coffee or espresso or anything, it's like oh that that didn't need anything. That was mm. that was perfect. That's yeah. my that's my belief at least. I like that. That's why I I'm de- I'm develop I'm developing my taste to enjoy an espresso straight off the bat, basically, because I've never liked coffee. So I figure, fuck it, I'll just go straight into the deep end. Well, yeah. Jake's in the perfect place because I, well, not tooting my own suburb's horn here, but we could be considered somewhat of a uh, coffee capital of Australia. Jesus but- Christ! No, Sydney is is I think one of the biggest, or or it's got one of the like. Highest regarded baristas in the world. Yes, that's people, true. People go to Sydney to have like some of the best pulled espressos and coffees mm. that you could have. Got the I didn't realize that. As well, it's good. Yeah, which I would love. I would love to go to Australia just to try some of that delicious coffee. It's insane. Game Cup podcast. Yeah, that's <laughs> that was quite the quite the roundup. Now, before we get to Frank, our guest. Um, I want equal time that Brian got to discuss Earl Grey and the pleasures that I've been experiencing now with, with teabagging and all of the sort. Garrett, uh, no, no, really, it. we should. No, we should get. I, I was being facetious even before. I don't know how it brought up this coffee talk, but I like it. But you give it. It's a, what you, I like. You it's give what it I a, like about this show. It's so diversified. But you give it a dunk, right? Yeah, I'd give it a dunk. I leave the teabag in, and I like to suck on the teabag after I've drank the, the entire cup of tea. Oh my goodness. That takes some That's, hard knots. I pull the fluid right out through the uh, the cloth, and I don't use sugar or cream or anything. I drink my tea black. I drink so my good. coffee typically with a little bit of cream, but the tea black, always. Got to enjoy that spice. That's how you do it. Thank you, Base God. I like it. Frank Howley. Yo. Thank you for coming on the Game Cold Podcast. I'm so Thanks. glad to have you here. Thanks. I don't have too many opinions on coffee or tea, though, so I don't know if I can offer anything. Well, you can you just like, tell us how like we are doing. Yeah, man, I love energy drinks. I like, you like Ford Red Loco? Bull. I have see, I'm bummed because I wasn't 21 when the like good Four Loco was out on the market. Oh. So I've never, yeah, so I never got to experience the joy. I feel like the Four Loco was like the second like wave of prohibition. Like that fun and excitement and danger of drinking was all balled up in a can. But no, it was. If I, I had it. I had, and there were other drinks before it that uh, that were very similar. Yeah. Anheuser Busch actually had one that was called, and they still have it on the market, but it's the same thing. The caffeine's been removed. It's called Tilt, and it's <laughs> an, it was an energy drink with either vodka or malt liquor in it, just like Four Loco was. I never get as fucked up as I do when I have either <laughs> Four Loco or or when I had Tilt because, like. It tastes. It doesn't taste like alcohol. It tastes like yeah. energy drinks. So you're like, oh, okay. Well, why don't I mix this with vodka? Oh, Brian. <laughs> Jesus. So I threw up my brains the one time that I did it with um, with uh, tilt and vodka, and then when I did it with Four Loco, it was it was just as bad. There is no saving yourself when you have those four. There's a reason that they don't let them make those <laughs> drinks anymore. Energy drink and alcohol is just a fucking bad idea off the bat. Yeah, I no shot like Jaeger shots all fucking day. Oh fuck them! Jaeger doesn't even taste nice. It's oh, hey, uh, it does if you're skiing up in the Swiss Alps. Yeah, exactly. But if you're in fucking 
34 degree night in Sydney and Matt's like, boy, let's fucking slam some Jaeger. <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, what do you want to mix it with? Baileys and some milk and make just like the fucking most repulsive warm Ugh. drink ever? <laughs> that sounds disgusting. At but, that point, back to espresso, have an Irish coffee. Yeah, but what you yeah. do, if you want to go next level on your alcohol and energy drink needs, you get the syrup. You don't fuck around, you go on a trip to Thailand, get that Red Bull syrup and those little shot canisters and you just fucking mix the two. They have Red Bull syrup? Yeah. They have Red Bull syrup? Yeah, yeah you get it in little things from Thailand. And oh, you can get big bowls too. And it ah. fucks you up. You don't even need alcohol and it fucks you up. It's great. Goodbye oh, central probably... nervous system. Exactly. Yeah, seriously. It's a concentrated dose of freaking caffeine. <laughs> yeah. And taurine, so you'll you'll never go blind if you're a cat again. Ever. Frank. Yo. You are a sweet boy. Thank you. And you make some sweet films. Oh, thank you. Please tell the viewers out there a little bit about yourself. My name is Frank Howley. I am a internet comedy auteur. I take my work very seriously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, no, I make... Waka waka! <laughs> yeah, I know, I, I make... Okay, hey, no, just, everyone, come on, just round of the world, round, round the world, round of applause. Yeah, thank you. Internet uh, comedy artur. <laughs> yeah, internet comedy artur. Uh, in the 60s, when the French were studying film, they thought, you know what? The people who make these movies need more credit. Well, let's call them auteurs. Little did they know, 50 years in the future, there would be a young boy who would make videos on the internet. They didn't know what the internet was. But this young boy is the next, uh, the next, um, the next boy with the camera. That's me. And he's descended <laughs> from people who walked Bob Dylan on stage. Who yeah. are you? Oh, that fuck. Who are you? Who are you? 66. Who are you? I make YouTube you videos. No right. No and I play video games. And that's, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. Wanna plug yourself while you're at it? Yes, my YouTube. <laughs> Um, my YouTube channel is youtube.com slash frankhooley, F-R-E-N-K-H-O-O-L-E-Y. But you can just search Frank Howley and that's it. Um, make videos about video games, movies, and anime. Occasionally. You've been making some stuff for uh, Nintendo recently. Yeah, I, uh, I have this like interesting partnership with Nintendo. Nintendo, they've never really been fully upfront about it, but it's not like a secret thing either. But like they, uh, every once in a while when they, in order to promote a new game, they contact like huge waves of, uh, of YouTubers and uh, they'll, they'll uh, have them make like little like viral commercials for them. And uh, they always get like a different group of people with each game. And uh, like Sean's done videos, Mega Six Wars done videos, Derek Rock on their individual channels. And, uh, but I'm, uh, I'm like, I became good friends with one of the uh, like contacts at Nintendo, so she always likes to include me with like the Nintendo things. So I have someone on the inside who really likes me and keeps inviting me to do all these things. Um, last year, my video, uh, the Blair Wii U project, uh, won one of Nintendo's contests, and I got to go to the Sundance Film Festival with that video. Uh, they're having another contest this year. Um, but last year they set the top 12 out of 40 videos to Sundance. This year it's only the top 1 out of 30. So I don't think I'm going to be able to go, but I find out later this week if I won or not. Ooh, that's we'll, cool. We'll know by the time it's out, man. I know. Wow. Oh, Did they know that? I, I want to comment on, on that video specifically. I, I remember, like, 
being really impressed. And I think I told you at the time, I was really impressed by that video because, like, I think you cre like you created the technology to make that work. Like nobody, I, uh, nobody yeah. had done it before then. It was like, yeah. I, I think everybody kind of went, did he actually use a play? Uh, uh, you know, the actual yeah. gamepad, and and it was like, yeah, he did. And it, it was, I was really impressed that you were able to figure that out. The reason, Not because like, yeah, the the thing with that video, like, I had like. I was gonna do like a Cloud Atlas parody <laughs> before I came up with the idea. Like, no one's seen Cloud Atlas. It wouldn't have gone viral. No one would have cared. But then I found out like, if if like your video was good enough, got enough views, you would have gone to Sundance. Um, I had found out like in the midst of like developing like this video for this contest, I found out that Park Chan Wook was gonna debut his new film Stoker at the Sundance Film Festival. So that immediately evolved into becoming, well, if Park Chan Wook's gonna be at Sundance, I'm gonna be at Sundance. So I put like everything into like coming up with a really good idea. Like I like knew this had to be it. So that's why I did something that was like so different and fun. And yeah, like we were like that 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 video is all done in one shot. Uh, like the uh, like choreography of it, like the blocking of it was like so like technical because we had to like make sure the this like Wii controller could capture everything and the lighting and like you know it's not like a video camera like it's just like a, a, a just a controller that has like a video chat option on it so it's a really complex video but like i made it work and i got to go to sundance and i got to meet park chan wook and uh that was awesome but yeah that was a fun video the video i made this year um i like knew like there wasn't a good chance i was gonna go to sundance because it was only one out of 30 who were gonna go this year um so i thought well instead of like killing myself making another great video i'm just gonna make something really silly so I made a five-minute time travel buddy comedy slash drama starring my dad, and I think that video turned out very well. So Love that video. Good. Took, it, took it back to the 90s. Yeah, man. Excellent. Uh, Frank. Yeah. What is your earliest video game memory? I remember playing Mortal Kombat 2. Uh, I remember getting that game. I'm trying to, like... I guess the earliest game memory, uh, I had like a Super Nintendo, that was my first console. Um, but the first games I really loved were like Super Mario World. Uh, my like earliest like distinct memories is just waking up every morning and playing Super Mario World. Uh, and then that evolved to Super Mario World 2, and so on and so on. But just um, the earliest vivid memory I have would have to be playing Mortal Kombat 2 on the Super Nintendo, which is so weird because I played Super Mario World like way more, but I remember Mortal Kombat 2 first. That hyper violence. Yeah, man, maybe so. Uh, another another distinct memory I have uh, is I remember buying Mortal or not Mortal Kombat Killer Instinct uh, for Super Nintendo and getting that limited edition CD that came with the game. If you bought if you bought uh, Killer Instinct on Super Nintendo, it came with a CD like the first like That's however right. many copies. Killer Cups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. I remember getting so mad at Killer Instinct because I couldn't beat the boss or something that I ripped, I, I cracked that soundtrack CD in half and threw it in the trash can. Holy <laughs> so, crap. I was, I was so mad at the game. Yeah, I don't know. I love fighting games. Well, yeah, it's man. true. You are a bad boy. You have been in league with our, with our boy Craig Gleason. With yeah, the Bad man. Boy Academy. <laughs> With your uh, that juggalo video that you did, man, yeah, I still, I, still I every day on that. Wow, fantastic! No, I, I I love so many of your videos, man. Who's afraid of Sailor Moon? Uh, that that was a fantastic video, all yeah. done in one shot as well. And yeah. your uh, your Hatsune Miko, your Hatsune Miko Domino's Pizza Wrap <laughs> commercial. 
Yeah. That that was like that was such a last minute thing for you putting that one together, wasn't it? Yeah, with that I had seen I saw the dominoes like so this crazy this super super crazy video came out which was Domino's Pizza announcing its like commercial tie-in with Hatsune Miku. Wow, uh, wow, Miku. And the thing that made it so bizarre is it was a Japanese produced commercial uh, but it started the you know, the actual American president of Domino's. Uh, so it was some American just thrown into this crazy absurdist Japanese commercial. And so having this like American try to deliver this like crazy Japanese product straight into the camera was so absurd. It immediately blew up and I just, it was so weird that I wanted to parody it. So I, me I like quickly wrote it out. I called my friends. I called Rocco and asked to use the Mega 64 Studio. I drove down to San Diego at like two in the morning, shot it, came back to came back to like Orange County at six a.m. and spent the whole day editing. And it was up at night, and it just blew up uh, overnight. But yeah, Fantastic. I shot that in like less than twenty-four hours, and uh, yeah, it turned out really well. <laughs> you jumped on that one. Holy yeah. shit! And and we'll end off uh, with the Otaku as well, which is maybe maybe my favorite uh, video that you've done. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, uh, I was in a college class. Um, I was in a college class called Asian American Film. Uh, I was like maybe that class was like maybe it was thirty students. There was probably only four white people in that class, so I was like one like white like film nerd in a class full of a bunch of like Asian kids who thought it'd just be an easy class. And like for the end of the semester, they had an opportunity that was like, hey, you can take a final or you can do make a video. And I was like, well, fuck it, I'll make a video. So I made this video that talked about like being an Asian American uh, indirectly. I showed it in that class. Now the class has many, many, many cute Asian girls in it. And here, like at the end of the semester, it's like this big, like, like this big, like uh, reveal of like, oh, by the way, here's this like really creepy kid. I mean, it's it's, it's a satire and a parody. Um, but the class liked it. A few of the girls actually like sent me Facebook friend requests the following night, like. Oh, oh. Uh, dude! Uh, they were flattered. They were flattered. Um, but yeah, the otaku was it's, that's like my first short film I've done. I'm really proud of it. Yeah, uh, I, 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 sp I spent I put like a solid month into that, and it, I really liked how it turned out. Now, Garrett. Yeah. I, I know the viewers want to hear it. Can you do the skit? They want to hear that laugh, my friend. You're gonna you're gonna have to uh, remind me. Wasn't what was the line I said in the video? Gilgamesh. It, that is the. That's right. Okay. Yeah, uh, Jake. Wait, Jake, Jake. You should. You should feed. Uh, you should feed Garrett the line. You what? should, Jake. You should play Rocco. Well, what, what's what's the? F I don't want to step on my dear friend Rocco Buddy's toes, but please tell me the line. Uh, no, just promote uh, SakuraCon. Yeah, it's, it's the whole SakuraCon <laughs> commercial. Uh, gaming. I love, yeah, I love gaming. I love Japanese tea ceremonies. DDR. And then Garrett steps up. <laughs> Garuga Mesh! Beautiful. I love it. That was fun. It was that laugh, though, Garrett. That's what got everyone going. I That's don't what remember the laugh. It, it made. Laugh. It, it was. It was the most. You went. You went so. You went so high on that goddamn laugh. Yeah, you punctuated it with a very strong, loud, cracking like. <laughs> Like that, like it just, like Rocco were so giddy and gay. And it was so well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was we filmed that in my house in front of like one of my figure cabinets with yeah. like, oh. anime pillows. <laughs> a really funny thing with that, and it's any any time I make a video like involving like anime, is a lot of people on the internet don't believe it's real in the sense like, well, no one who watches anime would spend, take the time to make something about anime, so they think we're like fake. 
So I got one of the comments like, I can't believe they spent all that money buying figures just for that shot. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the like, fuck up. No, really? they thought like, yeah, they thought like all of the opening scenes where I have all these like super upgraded <laughs> sets with like action figures and anime posters, they thought like we bought all those props for a video. It's like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but then you, then you flip it on them and you do something like your Otaku 101 guide to watching Evangelion. Yeah, I love that. Cause like stuff like that too. Like it gets passed around. It's like, is this guy fucking serious? What a fucking idiot! And it's like, <laughs> it's like it, either way it works. It's like, yeah, it's the, it's the joke is that he's an idiot. You know, like they think they're making fun of me, but like it's making fun of a character. So it's like it's just adding to, like it adds to the satire of like. Because, like, the more negative comments there are of people, like, saying, I can't believe this guy's a fucking idiot, the more people are going to think it's real. So it's just, like, it's just, yeah. like, you know, it's just, it's just making it even stronger. Hey, man, I bet, I bet if Arnold's son actually saw that video, he'd fucking love it. <laughs> Step yeah. one, watch Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> but you're, you're, uh, you're working through a series of videos at the moment. Tell us a little bit about that, Frank. I, uh... I made a video a few months ago called Traitor, which was this like goofy crime video about Grand Theft Auto. Uh, I was inspired to make it from uh, by Nicholas Winding Refn's Pusher trilogy, which is this Danish film series about drug dealers in uh, Copenhagen. It's a really cool, gritty, like independent, small, low-budget film series. But I wanted to make something very similar to that, so I made Traitor. It's a small video. It's really fun. And then uh, I watched The Wire which is the greatest TV show I'd ever seen. And The Wire is also the most narratively complex show I've ever seen, where each season of The Wire focuses on completely different characters, uh, but with the same themes running throughout. So I thought, well, I want to do something like The Wire. So I can, so I made a sequel to Traitor, but I introduced new characters. But yeah, what, what direction do you see yourself heading in with the, uh, with the Traitor series? Um... So the idea behind it is, is originally started out, I'm going to do like Pusher and then The Wire. And then now I re like with each one, I'm just doing completely different. Uh, so the next one is going to be kind of inspired by All the President's Men, like a very like crazy, like thriller journalism type feel. And then the last one, the, the fifth, ep fifth episode is going to be the finale. And that's going to be done in the style of a spaghetti Western. Uh, so when it's all said and done, like, if you watch the whole series in a playlist, it'll be super eclectic and, like, jump from one thing to another. That's um, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, and the fourth one, it's gonna be all different characters, and the fifth one, everything's gonna come together. Uh, just, it's gonna be so stupid, but, by it's all said and done, I should have, like, 30 minutes of a story, and that's, like, a good step towards eventually making a movie. The idea is just, like, what I'm doing is just keep making awesome. videos and get bigger and bigger and bigger, and eventually I'll have a full movie just uploaded onto YouTube. Absolutely, man. Can't wait. Uh, now, boys, now, I don't know if you know this, but we feature artists here on the Game Cop Podcast. Ooh, we do? Featured artists. We do. And we got, a, we got a good one this episode. One of my favorite chip artists, if not maybe the best chip artist. Whoa. Uh, Chibi, uh, last year, an artist known as Chibi Tech released a two-track EP, a two-track EP called Moe Moe Kyun Step which she would play out at her live gigs around Japan and through just basically through audience demand she finally put it out on Bandcamp. It was all of seven minutes long, the whole thing together. But the, that, that two-part thing, that, those two tracks... Now I'm gonna embarrass her by saying this, I know. Jalen, I'm sorry, but I gotta say it. The best uh, music ever made with an NES. 
yeah, she is she is the best chip artist, or one of one of the best to my eyes. Like what what she pulls off is incredible. So Chibi Tech finally put out an album. Been waiting for it forever, and it came out in September, and it's one of my albums of the year. Uh, Moines Volume One: The Idle Composer's Groove, and we're gonna go with a track from that. Chibi Tech on the Game Cult Podcast. Take it away.
Big shouts out to Chibi Tech. More coming up later on in the show. We got shouts plenty. Out. We got multiple tracks. That's right. We got plenty of tracks to play. Not only the Chibi Tech tracks uh, on tracks. Sort of, check out this album. Oh, it's it's amazing, man. I'll, I'm gonna send it around. You'll be able to see it on the Facey B. Shouts out to yeah. the Facey B. Gaming Call Podcast. Shouts out. Search that up on Facebook. You'll find us. Suck my dick up up in public. <laughs> Motherfucking God street. Damn, base guy. Uh, so more more tracks from Jelly Nispros, aka Chibi Tech, on the way. Some stuff you've heard before. Some exclusive stuff you've never heard before. We got it all here for you. Now, boys. My boys. How, my boys, how, how, how's it going so far? What do you What do you think? Episode thirty-seven. Splendid. Well, trying to get uh, Senpai to notice me. I don't know if it's worked yet, but so far, so good. Well, what 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 methods have you have you tried while in the halls passing? Well, you know, I know that uh, he likes long eyelashes, so I've been trying to volumize and I've been wearing mascara even though I'm a man and I crimp it and I try to you know have it push out away from the the lid a little bit and see uh-huh. if he notices that but so far nothing well I tell you something this day mm-hmm. I am the senpai <gasps> Jake's son and oh. my viewers I have noticed you this day thank you Jake's son <laughs> Desu. Zach, we have fanfic! Yes, we do! What you said though sounded like I have the senpai and I laughed pretty hard, but um, let me try and find out. Senpai! What? Whoa, whoa! Senpai! <laughs> you know what you're saying, Ryan? Yeah. yeah. Well, um. Cheers. It's. It's part three of something. But, how's, um, how's the cheers thing go? When the weight of the world has got down. Wait, no! And they're always glad you came. You wanna be where you can see. The troubles are all the same. You wanna you go, wanna go. but he knows your name. I love Come. the lag. Come pie. Come pie. Yeah, there's a bit of lag when I can hear people sing along with me, it slows me down. <laughs> 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 Uh, latency. We got latency, guys. Let's Listeners, see. it's good. You end up with that drunk voice. Yeah. Doctor Connor's class. <laughs> I forgot all of. I was so caught up in what I was doing. I forgot all about it. He's gonna kill me. <laughs> Whoa! <God. laughs> Holy shit! Damn. I'm scared of cat. <laughs> Shouts out, Smokey. Uh, Zach. Yep. The viewers, they've been wanting that fanfic. We do. We do. And we provide. I know it's been a while since I've done one, but um, it's part three of... Oh, fuck it. Shrek X Shadow. We're doing oh. it. We're doing it! Yay! All right, guys. Before we go ahead with this, uh, we don't have an Eric for Sonic. Well, that's all right, because we got a Frank. Well... Uh, Zach, my brother. Yes? Sorry, Brian. Hello. Hello. I'm gonna take a puff of inhaler right next to the mic. Let's see how this sounds. Alright. How's that? Uh, how's that? I can breathe again. I can breathe again. Is that from what's, that, what's that from? Is that from the GDC? Yeah, it is. Yeah, 2010. Derek. Damn, you 
Yeah. I love that video. That is one of my favorite. Like, when Sean goes off the cuff like that, he, like, doesn't realize how funny he is. Oh, he's I great. Hate, I hate that he doesn't, because he gets all self-conscious and stupid. I've never said this before, but Sean has my favorite sense of humor of, of the Meg 64 boys. <laughs> oh, he would love to hear that, because, seriously, when we were doing merch, people would order, like, just a Derek poster or just a Garrett poster. And no one ever ordered just a Sean poster, and he was getting upset. <laughs> oh, Sean. No, I, I think I relate closest, personally, to Sean's sense of humor, definitely. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's fine, because they all got pictures of Sean anyway, so... <laughs> yeah. I shipped your merch! Perfect. Uh, well, I got that Blu-ray. Oh yes, thank you for that, Jake. By the way. Uh, hey, I'm glad to have it in my possession, along with Thanks, my Senpai. all those other DVDs. And I've noticed this Blu-ray in my mailbox. Yeah, I still uh, haven't watched any of it. Pretty excited to see what uh, we have. A, I think there's a lot of content on there. But that's, Did you get that's one, Brian? Yeah, yeah, I, I snagged one. Before you okay, cool. Hey, Brian, your brother looks like a more attractive version of the Fonz. Yeah, I know. I saw when you wrote that. It like I laughed so fucking hard. <laughs> Zach. Yes. Brian. Yes. Garrett. Yes. Cody. Yay. Howley. No. Just kidding. Yeah. Oh. Brian. Yes. Please ask Zach what the subtitle is for this third part of the fanfic. What is the subtitle for the third part of this fanfic, Mr. Zach? I don't even fucking know the subtitle. It's Shrek's Shadow Part 3. Okay, great. Just call it Hair of the Bog or something, I don't know. Alright, let's, let's start this up. Let's start this up. Alrighty. A slimy hand crossed his cheek, leaving a trail of vile goo imprinted upon the glossy black fur. The sense of comfort and post-coital lethargy soothed the soul of the hedgehog like no other being he had encountered before. Was it fate, or was it pure lust? To the universe-crossed lovers, this was of no significant importance. The warm flesh stopped his heart, the pot belly like a love sack. In this moment, going fast did not matter. <sighs> this is wrong, Shrek. Shadow, don't be redonkulous. What? Uh, uh, never mind. Is there something you're not telling me, Shrek? No, my little furry friend. What is wrong about this? In our world, this is wrong. We've never had an ogre here before. It feels so wrong, but this feeling is so right. In your world, in my world, donkeys and dragons get busy freely and don't worry about what anyone says. It sounds like a fairy tale. Shrek stifled a snort. <laughs> you could say it was, but those days are ogre. We could go back. If we find the Chaos Emeralds, we could find a way. The Chaos Emeralds? Yes, the Chaos Emeralds. Suddenly, a blue blur crashed into the house with the intensity of a Porsche Carrera GT. Hollywood superstar in tow slamming into a fixed object. Shadow, Robotnik is at it again. What is that gross smell? Sonic, I swear, it's not what it looks like. What is that green thing? Come on, step it up! Your days are ogre! 
Sonic confidently beckoned at the ogre, a tinge of pain sounding from his lustful cry. Sonic, no! And thus, the duel of fates had begun. begun, begun. I just need to quickly lift up a massage table. I'll be back in a second. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> just lift up a massage table. For who? We'll never know, viewers. Lifting it up. Well, boys, what did you think of that? That was great. A cliffhanger, no? Yeah, I can't wait for the rest. I want to know what happens. And I love the way he wrote in... Um, he's actually... Like, your brother is really good at writing fanfiction. Because he wrote in Sonic making the same dumb joke that... Uh, Shrek does, and that totally made me realize, like, oh, that's why Shadow likes him. That's so, <laughs> that's so good! That's the nuance there. The, son the Sonato symbiosis is being all messed up. The continuum's being, you know, played around yeah. with. Sonic doesn't like it. I like it. it. I like no. it. Well, stay tuned for more coming up. Guys, we have so much more coming up at the beginning of 2012. Like, Man, really, 2012? really big. Twenty twelve. Yeah, we, ah! twenty twelve. Dude, whoa, <laughs> whoa dude. Back whoa, brother. Time. It does. It works the other way. Now, have you heard of this guy called Joseph Coney? Uh, oh shit! Get the word out. I'm hearing words, yeah. and I, I got this pack in the mail, and I've got like this wristband and these stickers. Oh yeah. It's... This this sweatband, but it's like really it's soaked with something sticky, like kind of a glaze. Yeah, that's it. Probably because it came from. Uh... Invisible Children down here in San Diego. Mm. Shouts out to Coney. Shouts out to Invisible Children. Shouts out. Shouts out. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, that shit was everywhere. Yeah, Invisible Children is a local for me and Brian anyway. They're they're based out out here. We know a couple people that are like work Don't with them. The I, guy who, yeah. Yeah. Well, I know the guy who put them out. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. They made a South Park episode about him. I mean, that's fucking making it. That's that's hitting the level. Yeah, that's making it when you get made fun of by Matt Stone and Trey Parker. <laughs> that's that's what, hey, hey, I could die happy knowing that I made it if Matt Stone and Trey Parker ever make fun of me. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck SNL. I want I want South Park fame. But if it yeah. if I gotta take my clothes off and do drugs downtown and uh, yeah, scream up my lungs. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, allegedly. We have no idea what happened. Hey, first preach a noble cause and then like send all your volunteers to go pose with soldiers during the whole time with guns. Oh yeah. I'm I'm very uh, I mean I know these people. I didn't say I was friends with these people. Um but I know some of them. I I'm acquaintances with more of them, but uh it's weird how the financial situation with nonprofits work and it's very questionable. I so know. I don't 
I mean, hey, I'm cool with like if you want to do charity work and like I'm not labeling, I'm not pointing fingers at any individual that like you know wants to work for invisible children or anything like that. It's more of a problem on behalf of like the company. We, we, we do a lot of that stuff in my business degree, and we just kind of look at these people and go, "Wow." Yeah. The thing know. is. It, if you show skepticism at the time and you're the first person to show skepticism and everyone's like, well, you're just a fucking asshole, aren't you? It's like, yeah, I yeah. totally just like don't give a fuck about children in Africa. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, asking questions isn't a crime. So that all came from me saying the wrong date. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> coming, tw coming 2014, Game Call Podcast, we've got some big things. Oh, I, I so want to announce what we've coming at, what we've got coming at the start of 2014, but I'll I can't yet. I, I reckon I'll, I'll be able to announce it in the last episode, which will be the 2013 uh, clip show, I think. Or we, we might do one before that. Who knows? Viewers, I do know something that started, and that is the Gaming Cult stream. That's a tentative title because we're still in the testing phase, but at time of recording, we put the uh, the first one out uh, day before yesterday. Well, yesterday, in fact. I love that Barbie footwork you guys did on that. That was fucking brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. That was all you. I'm sorry. That was all you, right? Or you had callers at, at a time. We had Cody in. He was being a goof. Yeah. I love when Cody's goofy. Cody, what'd you think? I say you play Mario. I like Mario. You painted a dinosaur. I like that. Shouts out Tommy Tallarico. You see Tallarico won a lot of games. Pain in them dinosaurs. Played that Wally Bear in the No Gang. I did. I did the GCP thing. I gave it all my own kind of soundtrack. I, I'm. I'm still playing around with formats. So hopefully I can bring something to Twitch that's never been brought to Twitch before. So watch. Watch the test streams throughout December. Maybe a bit of January. Watch me get a flow going. See what. See what happens. It's going in interesting directions. Yeah. So watch. <laughs> Twitch.tv/slash/JakeGC. We'll have, maybe we'll have an official uh, 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 URL later on, but for now it's that. Go, I, like, go uh, I like how much music you put in, and that's something like I wish I could do more of on the Poorly Played stream. But uh, to have the musical track in the background kind of going in and out and stuff. And that's all uh, music that you have permission and everything to play, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. That's awesome. Mm. See, I don't go, I mean... You know, the poorly played stream on Twitch is very small, so I'm not really worried about that yet. I don't know if I should be, but, you know, we'll find out. Yeah, fuck permission. That's how I roll. Yeah. What do they say? It's better to ask for forgiveness than permission? Well, permission, yeah. That's pretty, a sh that's, that's kind of a shitty saying. Uh, I don't okay, think I so. Because, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of major companies start off that way, like CNN. They were basically like barred from having um, coverage when uh, I think it was when Reagan got shot um, back in the 80s, but they wanted to cover it. So they tapped in and stole CBS's feed so that they could be able to cover it. And that was kind of like what legitimize one of the things that helped legitimize uh, CNN as a network back in the time when it was uh, a, a young Stealing network. It. They stole their feed. How does that yeah, work? They they hacked into the feed and uh, and they basically were like, well, we're going to use this now because we need to cover the, the president who was just almost so, assassinated. So they broadcast recorded images from the opposing companies. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. I want to yeah, read about C that. Yeah, CNN just went, well, okay, well, you're not going to give us access to it because the White House wasn't going to give it to them because they didn't think they were a real news network. So they just told CBS. 
feed. It was pretty, it, it's a pretty cool thing to think about that like, oh, you don't have it, so, you know, make it. <laughs> they told everyone to stay classy, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anchorman 2 coming out this Christmas. Guys, Ron Burgundy's on his way, guys. I, I love how, how, how angry my San Diego friends get about that movie. Oh, I love that movie. The, the thing is, I'm just getting tired of all the beating over the head we're having with the promotion of it. Oh, absolutely. Here, you guys here never in the hear, States, at least. You guys never hear the end of those jokes, I'm sure, ever since the first one came out. Yeah, basically. So There's also, we... like, a thousand Twitter accounts called, like, Ron Burgundy parody or Will Ferrell parody, and, like, that's just going to amplify it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does it go meta, though? Does it, is there a parody account of the parody accounts? Oh, I'm there sure. There is. There actually is a really good Twitter account called Cat Williams Pharrell. That is a combination of a Will Ferrell parody account and a Cat Williams Ferrell Cat <laughs> Williams parody account, and it's just yeah, it's a super meta Twitter that makes fun of all of like the super popular p- Twitter parody accounts. I'm gonna give it a plug. Cat Williams Ferrell, one of the best Twitter accounts. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, it's like one of the top Twitter accounts is something called like it's Willie Fer with it's Will Ferrell, and then there's another account called like it's Danny Tosh, it's Willie Ferrell. Like it's Twitter is like awful like the, it's like 12 year olds who like follow accounts it's uh it's awful there you go so yeah, every- i'm personally a fan of uh fan fiction text and uh something awful uh text or is it goon or is it uh you know no something awful yeah text. Goon. Text or something. yeah i mean there's yeah, great yeah. twitters yeah yeah it's great i love i love it i love any of that kind of stuff where like uh what was it paris hilton after nelson mandela died somebody like <laughs> photoshopped that she had thought yeah. that it was Morgan Freeman or something <laughs> and and like people like she was so, up. Yeah. so pissed and so's like uh so's what's his name so's Morgan Freeman because everybody's like I'm not dead you idiots <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dead I, don't, I can't I can't, I can't do it yeah. alright <laughs> beyond the wormhole still breathing this is CNN yeah. My favorite Twitter account. My favorite Twitter Twitter account is Sex from the Void. <laughs> what the fuck? Sex from the Void. They like just like eerie sex, like you know, sects. Like for example, one of them is, I lie in the brook, letting the icy water soak away my warmth. You circle overhead, searching for heat, but my school, ki- my cool skin betrays nothing. It's just like nonsense, like that. Wow. Uh, p- porn comment tweets are some of my favorite personally. Mm. <laughs> oh. At best porn comments, all caps. That's where that's where you go for the gold. That's it. <laughs> I am not gonna watch fucking porn ever again. <laughs> <laughs> One of my personal favorites from Sex from the Void is your hands explore my body, but then they venture below my belt. They become trapped in the ice and do not return. That is honeybee. That is in her pussy. You can eat with breath and enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You can eat with breath and enjoy. Yeah, fuck Gaming Co. We're not going to make our own jokes anymore. We're just going to spend like three hours rattling off Twitter <laughs> shit we like. Can, yeah, let's change GCP podcast to like the equals three podcasts and just lift other content. Yeah. Can we do that? We could be like Tosh. Absolutely. Yeah, that's how you get Point famous. Out. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Steal funny things and you throw and you throw them up all over the place. True that. Tosh hey. at least has pretty good skits. I think I crack by Bona in half. Gaming Call Podcast. Well, boys, 
What about those video games? Video oh, games. Video games? There's, okay. there's been a couple of them. Who plays those? Like and maybe we're playing them. So while you've been playing, have you been playing the video games? Please, let's talk about them video games. I'm playing video games. Cody. What are you playing? I just finished Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Dual Destinies. Oh shit. Oh, oh shit. That. Uh, I finished everything, including the new DLC case that came out a few weeks ago. It's so far the best in the series. I stand by that. Wow, there, every single, every single case in that game is fantastic. There's no bad cases. Uh, the transition from 2D to 3D is great. Having all the uh, new like gameplay features, like investigating in like a 3D space, is really cool. Oh yeah! If you're a fan, of, if you're a fan of Ace Attorney, or you just haven't been into it, I I would say you Dual Destinies isn't. You gonna cry? Yeah, I'm got. Hey, that hey, I'm Cody. fucking cry about no. fucking Orca. I defended an no. Orca in court. Cody, people are going to make fun of you. They're going to call you a dumb baby if you cry. Don't do it. He is a dumb baby. Don't cry. No, don't say that. Cody, don't cry. Cody. Oh, Brian. You are not alone. Brian, why'd you cry? I am here with you. So far apart. I'm in heart. You are not <laughs> so you like the game it's so far i would put last of us as my game of the year i'd put dual destinies as close second wow Good to I, know. I honestly think the last of us is going to be my game of the year as well like, yeah, me too. It's a good fucking but, game. But I, I like, I always like to, because I mean, like, I feel like there's a lot of games that, like, everyone says is their game of the year, but I always like to put in a game that maybe not a lot of people played, and I'm I like sure. to, I like to put that as my, like, my, hey, my second hey, place. You know what? I would say my second place, uh, game of the year, if, if it comes down between The Last of Us and Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, Animal Crossing's up there, too. I, I actually just got back into playing Animal Crossing, because Christmas is coming up. I, I've been consistently playing every day since that game's been released. So Cody, how, wow. did that, how did that fucking non-town ordinance not getting that work out for you, huh? What do you think? I what? switched it to Beautiful Town earlier this month. Yeah. I don't have to worry about any of the bad things coming to my town. I just uh, started building more shit in my town. And I just had a badass bunny move in, so suck it. All right. Suck it. Suck it softly. And I've also been playing PS4 because I got that, and I love the PS4. I only got Battlefield yeah, on it. You've been stabbed me in the fucking neck, you prick. <laughs> yeah. Cody sneaks up behind me and does this fucking melee knife bullshit, and apparently you can counter that Battlefield 4. I don't know how. So he just only, kills only me every final. time. Only whenever you uh, attack somebody from the front, if like you're coming straight at them and you try to, you can actually, it'll like give you a quick time event to like stop their arm and like stab them. Huh. But is I there, don't do that. Is there a quick time event in Battlefield 4 to avoid a soccer ball? Yes. <laughs> this, this is Shinmu 3. Is... Wow. Battlefield. What happened with, right, my fucking hopes hey. got so high up just recently. I'm gonna tell you why. Yeah. 
there was this hot news topic of Shenmue 3's patent being filed. Or whatever it fucking was, the thing. Trademark. The, trademark, thank trademark, you. Trademark, yeah. Th that it got filed. I was so goddamn excited. And then it turns out it was a hoax? What the fuck happened? You can't be hoaxing us with the Shenmue. I'm yeah. hoax. Getting too excited. We were all excited at you hoax. But there is there is one hopeful thing here, and that is that uh, uh, Sega has who 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 have recently bought out Atlas. They are allowing Atlas to fuck around with their disused uh, IPs. Yeah. Ooh. Speaking of Atlas, so you uh, know maybe we'll see a new Space Channel. Maybe we'll space see. Channel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll see. I don't know. Who, what's some good disused Sega franchises? Um, a fucking actual f fucking Fantasy Star game. Yeah. Shenmue um, Three. Didn't the Fantasy Star nah, come that, out? That's on like 3DS? that's like way. Did they put a fantasy? Didn't they put out a Fantasy Star game on 3DS recently? No. The last one that came out was Online Two in Wii, Japan. Which Wii U. Or something. No, just that Online been... Two. That was on Vita oh. and PC. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah. But what I'd really like is for Atlas to localize Yakuza 5. Yes, please. Frank, I know hey. you're a big fan of those games. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I mean, my, my, uh, okay. I just did a whole video about Yakuza 5 called the Otaku Yakuza. Um, but yeah, like the thing, with, they say like Shenmue 3, like that's, that's never going to happen, but they say like the Yakuza series is basically like a spiritual successor to that. I mean, it's really similar. You're walking around, it's a brawler. Um, I love it. You can go. Yeah. To, you can go to get a massage. Dude, you, there's an arcade in the game, so you can play games in your games. It's just like that exhibit meme, guys. Yo, you know? yo, game center. Yo, that's oh. so bad. Yo, oh, dog. I hope I heard you like organized crime. So I put you organized crime within this organized <laughs> rhyme, and then. Oh, oh yeah. And then I'm good. good. That is good, Yeah, fuck guys. How funny it means. <laughs> yeah, dude. Cranky, cranky reggy guys. You guys yeah. like cranky reggy? You like new memes? I like new memes. I love yeah, new I like, memes. I love, I love scumbags. Memes. I love the fucking word. I love hearing it. Like, have you guys seen that Lolcats book? I was at my, fr I was at like this fucking book? cafe the other day. Yeah, it's a book, and they had a coffee table book, and it was Lolcats, and it had impact uh, text everywhere, and I couldn't stop laughing because they bastardized <laughs> the English language. It was fucking hilarious. Wow, now you don't even need to write good English to fucking get a book published, right? I don't, I don't like new memes. I like old memes. I like bringing up uh, arrows to the knee. I like oh, talking yeah. about all oh, that yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, you're the man now, dog. Yeah. So the PS4 is a great console. You can stream from it. You can play Resogun, which is great from the Super Stardust guys. You can spend $150 on a camera and have your face in the little 5x5 pixel box. It's $60 in America is for better. And... We're, I, I didn't... We're better? I found a VCR hey. on the street today. What of it? Garrett, just go along with it. You found a, a street VCR? I found his VCR right. It's six heads, and what? It, it plays NTSC. What? And what power? Okay. Hey, viewers, gaming cult. PO Box Ten, Glebe, 
New South Wales 2037 Australia. I can watch VHSs from anywhere in the world on this motherfucking thing. Hell wow. yeah, send them your tapes. Um, the I've never seen a six head. I have seen a four head. It's a Sony six head, and it's a, it's a PAL machine that also plays NTSC. And it has stereo output. It was out touch by it. Yeah. God damn, praise be to base God. Don't send me touch by it. <laughs> but I can watch. I do actually have the full set of Ava VHSs. Oh, holla, holla, me too. Holla, boy. I only got half. I wish you could holler at your boy. Dude, those I like never want to get rid of those because that was the thing that nice. like I fell in love with anime over was those tapes. Like buying those tapes with saving up paychecks to go to the mall and pay thirty some dollars a cassette tape. Whoa, we got it. Yeah. Can never part with those. Yeah. You got you got little blue girl on that tape or what? Uh, I have uh, I, I got I got Lapina on a different tape. Uh, <gasps> you're sure, you know, a little bit of Legend of the Overfiend <laughs> on that tape too. Hey, hey Cody, you hear this fucking dork, Lapina? <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking hey, hey. loser! What a I, fucking. I bet he's I never even seen the love. <laughs> he's never even seen the spring special. <laughs> wait, wait, oh, oh, you're joking? It's Christmas special. No, Jake. Dude, spring special. Love Hina. Shut up. Love Hina. Spring oh special. They're, They're in the fucking shit. swimsuits. Fuck I don't want to fucking hear about it. Everyone's got their own unique tastes. So I, I got a VHS. Well, what was the original topic we were on? Were we talking about what games we've been playing? Yeah, uh, okay, yeah. Really. so so yeah. Sega might localize Yakuza 5, hopefully. Here's Hogan. Yeah, PS4 is good. And I, I, going back to the Atlas thing, is Atlas is... I, I really I really think, like, yeah, like, with Atlas now part of Sega, like, and that includes Atlas USA with their localization team. I imagine, like, I, like maybe they'll localize... Like, they'll have the Atlas people localize very obscure Sega titles from Japan, and I really hope that happens. That'd be cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, there were fucking three or four new Persona games announced recently. Oh God, Jesus yeah. Christ. Man, hey, I, next year is gonna be a fucking... This year, you're, you're Lungi. Next year, you're Persona. I'm Le so excited. You're Chie. You did that Persona week on the Ice Cream Stories. Yeah, I did do Persona week. It's fun. It went well. You Never finished pretty, it. Yeah, well, it's it, you got pretty far through it for the, the length of a game that it is. So yeah, yeah it's, Persona's a long game. Yeah. That's, I've been afraid to dabble in Persona, and I know that per, that perfect golden version or whatever is like the best way to play on Vita. I've heard. Yeah, it, and, absolutely. You play it; it's so good. Yeah, I, I want to check it out. I think that's just something culturally that like all my friends fucking know about, and I have no reference point at all never never played it myself love watching people play it i honestly think that you would both love that game yeah i gotta try that for me i you know i i don't normally play a lot of turn-based uh rpgs the last one i played was um the mario and luigi dream team yeah, 3DS yeah. game and i hit about 40 hours in that and what happened with most you know the same thing that happens with all RPGs whenever I play them happened, which is I stopped caring um, after about 40 hours. It's like oh, okay, we get it. Uh, all right, turn based. Okay, so I'm just gonna keep leveling up and I'll get to the ball. Okay, I, all right, we're done. And um, and I just got uh, uh, Zelda: A Link Between Worlds, and I 
just started that like they like today. I I was really excited to find out that it was based in or it looks like it's based in the world that um, the Super Nintendo Zelda game uh, a, you know a little old game we all know called uh, Zelda uh, Link to the Past people are it, hailing that thing as the second coming man it, it yeah. is I can see why people like it I just got a sword like I'm I'm really just 20 minutes into the game like I got it and then I had to do this podcast so I didn't really get to uh, get to dive deep too or too deep into it and uh, and everything I've heard about it has been really positive it looks awesome the 3d is great in it and um, I'm really excited to play it a little bit more it's uh, it's probably the game I'm most excited to play right now aside from uh, the Super Mario 3D World that just came out on Wii U. Um, so Nintendo's kind of got my attention right now in terms of like immediate games that I want to play. Uh, so that aside from like just playing GTA 5 online like all the time, so whenever good. I have free time. Oh my god, it's so much fun! I'm so close to level 15. That's all I want to be at, so I can do survival mode. Shout but out. yeah, yeah, the, good good ass games. Boys, let's go to a track. Track. Yeah, Chibi Chibi Tech. Chibi Tech. Chibi In the building.
Frank Cooley. You are a guest. Yeah. You did that skit. Yeah. And now, have you been playing that game? I'm talking about New Super Mario World. I, uh, I've played, I beat the first worlds. I still, I have like a massive, massive pile of games I need to get through. Um, but Super Mario World isn't on my immediate priority. I played it for like an hour. It's cool. Um, but, uh, what I've been playing instead, I've been playing a bunch of old school JRPGs. I played through Chrono Trigger, which I played that on Nintendo DS. That game was really fun. Um, it was pretty easy. You didn't have to grind in it at all. And the thing that made me like want to play through it and beat it so quickly is the story is actually really good. Um, Crown Trigger is almost about 20 years old, but it has like a super awesome time travel story, which relates to the video I, ju I just made. The video I made for Super Mario World was like a time travel thing. Um, so I found it really cool and similar. Yeah, Crown Trigger was awesome. I loved it. And then I played Final Fantasy VI on Super Nintendo. That game is my favorite Final Fantasy I've played through, and that is also super good, just like Chrono Trigger. Um, I like played both of them in like a single week, like nonstop. I didn't do anything. I haven't left the house. It's like a, it's a mess in here. But I've now played through two great I mean, games. You got a smelly butt or what? Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's all right. Watch that. I, I, watch that. Josie, does he got a smelly butt? Uh, Josie, the, the podcast wants to know: Do I have a smelly butt? Okay. Oh, there you go. I'm impressed. Me too. Uh, one game I do want to talk about though that is like on my short list for like one of the best games of the year. It's not better than The Last of Us, and my second favorite game of the year is Nino Cooney. But runner up, uh, one game that's really amazing is called The Stanley Parable. Oh yeah. Oh this yeah. This is a game that was just released on Steam like a month ago. It's a like first-person adventure game. Uh, it's only it's like only took me about two hours to beat, but there's like 12 different endings to get. So each playthrough wow. is like 10 minutes. The premise of the Stanley Parable is this: it's basically like if Charlie Kaufman made a video game. Like it's super smart, super meta, um, and and like super funny. It's really philosophical. The game starts out with a voiceover narration that says, uh, "Every day Stanley goes to work and he presses button and his buttons at his computer. Uh, the machine tells him what to do. Then one day all of his coworkers disappeared. What happened?" So then you start playing Stanley, you're looking at your computer, and then the voiceover says, Stanley stepped out of the room. And so you're left to, the only option right now is to step out of the room. And then the voiceover continues. Stanley looked around, but didn't see any of his coworkers. He then went to go look for the meeting room. So you can then either go head towards the meeting room, or you can look around at all your empty coworkers' desks. You can fit all around, you can try opening other doors. And depending on what you're doing, the voiceover changes. So if you immediately make a, a beeline to the, to the meeting room, it'll say like, Stanley was in a hurry to find out what happened. Or if you start fucking around your coworker's desk, the voiceover will say, Stanley took his time and touched every single thing in the room, even though it had no point and didn't advance the story. So the game is immediately like super meta. So like then, you, so the player's immediately conscious of the fact that like, oh, anything I do, like adjust the voiceover. And then, like, the first big choice in the game is you walk, and it, there's two doors. There's a left door and a right door. And it says, Stanley went through the left door. But... And this you, is when uh, the game starts fucking with you. Yeah, basically. Uh, but you're still in the room. You haven't actually gone through the left door. So you can follow what the voiceover is saying, or you can defy it and go through the right door. And so, huh. um, if you go through the right door, the voiceover will say, uh, Stanley decided to go check the break room first to see if anyone was there. So you can go to the break room, you see no one's there, you can either then go back or you can keep going forward. And if you keep going forward, 
it'll say, um, okay, so Stanley didn't do that either. He's really bad at following directions, but that's okay. He can turn left at this door and get back on track. And so every choice you do in the game just further, like, stems this branch uh, towards a different ending. And so the game, it's, like, really similar to Portal, where, like, the writing is super sharp. Sharp. There's all these, like, hidden layers. Like, halfway through, like, the story, you realize there's a much deeper meaning. Um, it is so fun. Um, highly recommend it. It's only on Windows, but I played on Mac using uh. on Bootcamp. Um, it's worth it. And after I beat it for two hours, I then, like, made my... I watched my girlfriend play through it, and she, too, was, like, equally obsessed and frustrated with it. Because the game is so smart and funny. It's always, like, openly mocking you. And, uh, like, the game is this really amazing commentary on, like, just video game narratives uh, in, in general, where, like, even though in a video game you play, you're in control of the story, but all video game stories have, like, an endpoint. And no matter what, you have to get to that endpoint. And the game, like, tricks you into following choices or defying choices. It's a really brilliant, smart game. And, uh, yeah, I'm just, like, I was super blown away by it. I highly recommend it. Stanley Parable. Zach, we gotta get you playing that game on the stream sometime. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! I'll tell you what game I. But let me I let like me let me hang, before we go there. Let me ask you this, Frank. Can you say yeah. melons in that game? Say what? Can you say, you melons? say melons? No, you can't fucking say that. What the fuck did you just say? Okay, we're well, just gonna have to leave. Yeah. Well, melons. It's been nice having you, Jake, but you're gonna have to leave. All right. Out. Out. Right. Well, where's my girlfriend? I need to scream at her and argue it was a horrible idea to bring you over. You guys, it's uh, you're just trying to save your marriage. If he says melons, don't get so upset. Garrett, why did you uh, say I didn't, it? I didn't get out. I didn't. Garrett, get it's out. Been not, I'm gonna have to leave. Well, f I was just giving an. Just fine. Fine. He's giving you're gonna an have example. to leave. Fine. Just. <clears throat> and I have another fucking cup of tea. Pieces of shit. Love that game. Frank, there's a game you have to play. It's called Facade. You'll love it. Hello? Jake, who's that? It's the Game and Cult Podcast. Oh, come in. Who? The Game and Cult Podcast. Hi. Okay, come in. Okay, thank you. Game and Cult Podcast. Gmail.com. Frank, I liked your definition of a game, where you said that a game is a thing where you get to make choices, and although there is an ending, you're not really railroaded most of the time. And I like that, because it brings me to my to, you know, VGX happened, and <laughs> prepare for your fucking controversial, like, rev up your, those controversial opinions, because I'm saying fuck, gone home. <laughs> Um, no, it's definitely not, like, best indie game of the year. Like, it's cute, but, like, it's not- It's not a fucking game, that's the problem. <laughs> it's not a fucking game. I mean, it's a Well, it's, a, it's as much of a game as, it's, like, Journey is a game. You're you know just what, pushing you know what it through a story. Is? It's a fucking circle jerk that, like, it's a fucking Tumblr circle jerk. That's what it is. <laughs> no, no, yeah, it is, it is that's, Tumblr. That's what game. it is. It's a Tumblr circle jerk. It's, it's so people who can't play video games feel like they're playing video games, and so they have a reason to say, oh, video games are art, without having ever played a fucking video game. That's what Hope <laughs> is. It's saying, I've played one video game because everyone was playing it, and it's art because it, it dealt with themes that I like and things I agree with. Fuck no. It's Gone Home is not a video game. Fuck off. That's it. I, I hate that game. I played but, it, it's shit. But does, that, does that mean Mist isn't a video game? No, Mist is totally a video game. 
Yeah, miss his puzzles only. All right. And, and miss those puzzles are fucking hard. But I liked I liked Dear Esther. I liked that game. Uh, uh, well, jeez, <laughs> Zach. I haven't played Esther, but I'll play it. And if if I had the same feelings that I do about it, then I as I do gone home, I'm fucking killing myself. I can't live in a world where people think that not games are games. <laughs> Zach, no, I mean a better definition is yeah, uh, interactive story. Zach, would you consider yeah. visual novels games, or is that just too too narrative heavy? What about like pop-up books? Hold on, <laughs> pop-up books. Oh, you mean like you mean like the ones that are on the Vita? Yeah, totally video games. No, wait, yeah. were they on the PS4? No, PS3, PS3. Yeah, that's right. Perfect. Good segue. Zach, what games have you actually been playing? Um, Sims 2. Okay. And a lot of it. Should we? Leave, let's leave that on the back burner. Save it for last. Uh, Garrett, what do you think about the video games? And what do you think? And what do you like? Are they about your life? Are you about that life? I'm about that game life. That's what I'm all about. Uh, I'm into the gamer culture. I'm into the game life. We got the. I got game tech. I got gamer tattoos, guys. I'm a gamer. All right. All right. Uh, trying to get that point across for years now. I feel like this is the first outlet I've had to actually do that. But um, I've been playing. What have I been playing? I've been playing that PS4 because I got the He's PS4. Been playing that PS4. It was. Uh, I did a pre-order deal with Amazon. That fucker shipped. Pre-order deal. And uh, you know, I feel like this is a really expensive new toy. I gotta use it. But expensive all I have is toy. It's it's Battlefield, so I've been playing Battlefield. I've been having fun. I got the SKS and and my M9 loadout. Uh, you really really enjoy being able to mimic. This is the first video game where I've been able to mimic the uh, like firearms that I have in real life. Like I can use both of those in the game. Can actually uh, shoot people. Exactly. So it's like yeah. this is this is. Uh, this wow. is so realistic, and now I'm I'm having so much fun, like unlocking, like as a kind of a, a, a nutty gun guy, you know, I I play a lot of airsoft, and I'm into that whole thing. So that game, the customization and the way the upgrades and uh, and uh, options for all the weapons work are, are really cool and fun to play with. Um, kind of fine tuning your loadout if something's not working, and going back in. And for that, the multiplayer has been great. I haven't really touched the single player story. Um, I would. I, I've, I've been. Yeah, I played a little Resogun. It's fun. It's not really my type of game. I'm just terrible at it. It's beautiful. It's fun to play. And like, if I have five minutes to kill, um, played through Flower again. Just a couple of levels. Uh, How are those PS4 graphics? Oh, beautiful. The game looks amazing. I mean, is really. It, is, is it the graphics? Is it the it's, graphics? Graphics. Graphics for is, you? Is the is the graphics for you? Is graphics, it's for, graphics me. for me? Uh, play it uh, under Christmas tree. Battlefield 4 is a game for Christmas. This is, I, if you haven't, guys, get out there and see that Mega 64 backlog. We got a back catalog of videos. We've uh, been so, so busy. Good. We've been, we, we had our Black Friday sale. We put out our first Blu ray, and me and Sean were shipping that motherfucker off as fast as possible. Jake, you said you got yours. Four hours it sold out. Yeah. Congratulations, guys. We were 24-hour party people that night. Yeah. Time for the South of the Way South! <laughs> Check it out, Steve Coogan's good movie. <laughs> yeah, I've been playing uh, Animal Crossing still, and played through Resident Evil 2 on the stream. 
uh, on the Portland cool. Light stream. Yeah, that was fun from, from Halloween. I went through Leon A, and then uh, I'm doing I'm, uh, on the Vita uh, DualShock Director's Cut. Oh, they they made a. Is that the same one that came out on uh, on uh, 64? Yeah, I, they ported it to to 64 along with I think. Uh, yeah. Best graphics. Resident Evil 3 as well. They made a 64 cartridge for that. But yeah, I, I played. Know, I don't uh, think they did. They didn't do. I think, three? I think they only did two. No last escape, huh? No last sorry, escape. Nemesis over here. Um, yeah, no, I, I wish they would have made three, because I never got to play. I actually have three that I bought um, on PlayStation Network when it got released. It was only like five bucks or whatever. And, three's uh, great, but it's not, a lot of people don't really talk about three, I think. And it's it's on the Dreamcast and the GameCube as well. Yeah. 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 Three gets overshadowed. It's the same setting, and after two, two was so good. It's like yeah. everyone had like such a good experience, and then it's like three, it's like, hey, Jill was still in Raccoon City, so you're seeing the film, the same familiar locales and stuff. Yeah. So it's like I thought they looked yeah, better. Played, though. Like but the see, alleyways. I like, I like but, that. I like that you revisit from a different angle because oh, yeah. you know but it's Jill who helps you. In yeah, the game. but it, it was if it was revisiting later, it's like it, that was revisiting right after it came out. So it's like, oh, I just played this. Yeah, so, yeah. And then Code Veronica came out, and that was like, fuck, Wait, Code Veronica was so good. And totally changed the locations and the split storylines where you'd play through both in one gameplay. You didn't have the option of choosing two characters. That was a real departure. Serious. Oh yeah. That had a yeah. lot of weird villains, like a lot of weird creatures and stuff. I mean, Resident Evil's always got weird shit, but that's where it first kind of started getting to like, what's this Nosferatu thing that they keep <laughs> yeah. on in Antarctica? And then the yeah, and then and then in four, it's like. And then like the whole like kind of Norman Bates. The whole Norman Bates sort of aspect of it with, uh, with, uh, Alfred. what's it called? Yeah, Alfred, Alfred and Alexandra, I think was her name. Yeah, uh, family. That, I thought that was such a cool, like, little dynamic to it, but what had happened, and it wasn't even because I didn't want to play that game, my, my Dreamcast file got corrupt. Oh, man. So, oh. so it, that VMU. it was... Was your Chow Garden okay? Uh, or, or you know what? No, my it, it wasn't the VMU. The disc got scratched, and then that's what messed up the load on my game. Ah. Everything ah. else was fine, but I could never get past it because it it destroyed the second-to-last save file I had on it, and um, that was basically I had somehow found a way to get through. Uh, there's this part where you're Chris, and you have to run through this courtyard with a bunch of uh, hunters. Uh, a bunch of Garrett hunters, and um, and basically, it was uh, it was really hard to get through that part without dying because they were gonna like, you know, jump on you. And I had zero health and no ammo, so I had to just delete my file and I never went back to it. And it's so hard to play those games after you've played, you know, Resident Evil Four. It's like, man, what a bummer. Because I really love that, that That's series. I, That's the worst. Like, I don't think that happens anymore, but back in the day, in like the PS1 and PS2 days, that used to happen to me all the time where I would keep like three save files for a game, and then I would save over the last one. But sometimes 
you'd save over incorrectly and then you'd get to a point where yeah you didn't have enough health or enough ammo or enough whatever to progress but you yeah. didn't have a previous save file to fall back on and you were just fucked yeah yeah i i had that and i always would make every time i'd save i'd make a new save file until my wow. memory card filled up and then i have to wipe it not wipe it all but like get rid of the games i didn't play anymore yeah, the whole the scratch disc thing is the reason why I never finished uh, Shenmue 2. I was right at the end of it, and the disc disc four was scratched. Could never finished it. Oh no! Technology's yeah. came a long way though. I feel like the, the we don't have saving issues as often. I think memory Unless cards should come back. <laughs> what like eight mega the whole eight megabytes? Or yeah, that yeah. I want to plug an eight megabyte memory card in my PS4. Sixty-four kilobytes. Let's bring it well, back. We, we we don't have that interaction with arcade cabinets like we did though, because I used to bring my memory cards to go oh, play yeah. DDR. Hey, well, yeah. you know, I've got that I've got that Neo Geo memory card for my for my AES. I can oh hell that. yeah! I can take that to the little pizza parlor. Pizza parlor. Yeah. Have a slice. Can start from level three of Magician Lord. <laughs> the only thing. Totally worth dollars. The only thing I remember that's similar to that, like taking like a game to like somewhere, was back. The only one, the only experience I ever had with that was like with Pokemon Snap. I think it was the only one. Oh, you used the Pokemon kiosk. Sec. Yeah, I used the kiosk. Oh I have, wow! I have a few of those stickers somewhere. I uh, bet. I bet someone, someone out, some, uh, some collector out there has a working kiosk somewhere. Fuck that shit. That would kill me. That'd be amazing. What a nerd. Yeah, yeah it's just. Wi-Fi, you like log in at an arcade cabinet and download your information from their servers or something. You just plug in and, and tune out. Plug like in the Matrix, go. yeah. So, you talked about pizza parlors. You you boys had a pizza event. That's true, we did. I forgot, yeah. I'd forgotten about that. We had Gaming Cold Does Pizza Hut 2013. You guys, you've got your fucking Disneyland whatever. Yeah, second <laughs> annual. We had less oh, than... I was, I was a GCP original. We had a handful of people come to Pizza Hut with us and eat shitty That's... food and Zach vomited and cried. And oh, I didn't cry, but I ate a battery. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I expected you to die after I heard that you ate a double-A battery, Zach. <laughs> Zach, that's nothing bad. can fucking kill me. <laughs> hey, how long did that take to come out? Like two days or one day? What did it look like when it came out? I absorbed it. I bet it. You thudded. absorbed the battery? Well, I haven't. Zach, I haven't seen no trace of that battery, so. Oh, Zach. Zach's like dead. You need to. You need to see uh, a boobaman. No, he's just got the man. He's just got the. What the fuck did you just say? A <laughs> He needs what to is see that? a Boobaman. Doctor. <laughs> he's getting the handy. Or, or, wait, what was the thing Speaking we were saying? Speaking Yiddish. Before? I don't know. I thought that was something you Brits say. <laughs> is that equi equivalent to getting the hand easy or what? Hand booby. Hand booby. Boob booby. Ah, yeah. So uh, Zach's okay. He he now has a Mega Buster. Wow. I'm tight. Yeah, he's my brother, and I love him so much. It was fun. Thank you for the people that came out. Uh, we went to the arcade afterwards, and we had that fun, and it was fun. And thank you for everyone for making those vids. We liked it a lot. Shouts out Tom Bryan from New South Wales. He just made a, uh, a an animated highlight vid of uh, Eric speaking about his uh, Pokemon Spirit Animal, and that featured our uh, special guest uh, on that episode, Joe Spondek, the Otaku God himself. Nigamon. Spondek. That's it. Can't say that again. Are we? <laughs> No, that's... I'm quoting a video. That's right. Yeah, it's not racist. 
Sets out Zerus upon deck. Uh, so we did that Pizza Hut and it was fun and we love that Pizza Hut and thank you viewers for that Pizza Hut event. So much to talk about in the new year, so much to announce. I'm working on something really, really cool for you guys that'll hopefully come out at the end of the year as well. Oh god, it's gonna be cool. Can't talk about it yet, but it's gonna be really cool. It's really <laughs> Get high, get crunk! But 2014 is gonna be big for the GCP, I'll tell you that much. Hey! I'll fucking announce something, why not? We've been invited to a convention. Oh! Where at? Well, have we been invited to... We've been, Zach, we got invited to a convention. A convention. Is that convention... PAX Australia? Maybe. I don't know, I mean, it's kind of a big deal. But... We got invited back. Huh? Oh, invited back Whoa. the second year! Back once again for the Renegade Master. That's oh, great! That is awesome. Congratulations. I'm glad to hear that they were doing it uh, doing it again. I'm glad it was successful. That's right. Oh End boy, of... was it fucking successful. Absolutely. I know I had a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> 100% <laughs> confirmed fun. 100% there. Will we see and... you again, right? This year? Yeah, oh, can, we get, can we get a 100% confirmation on 2014? You can, you can you can put me down 100% confirmed all events in Australia, Glebe, whether it's Sydney, whether it's New South Wales, whether it's I'm gonna assume there's a place called Plankton, I'm not even <laughs> sure. You better believe Brian Obushaka will be there 100% confirmed right now, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! He is a lord. So Pax for Pax Australia 14, your yes. GCP boys are gonna be there. Last weekend of October. It's a while away. Tickets are already almost sold out. If you want those tickets, hey, the three days have sold out. You better go get them. They might be sold out by the time this comes out. Holy shit. But... Is there... Is... Are we 100% confirmed for a second event? What? Have Tell me... Riddle me this, viewers. Have you ever heard of something called Room 801? You haven't? No. That's because it's its debut. What is Room 801, you ask? It is Sydney's premiere Yowie and Yui convention. Gamecult Podcast will be at Room 801 Yowie convention in February 2014. Shots oh. out. But, but what what's going that? to happen there? What? You guys are going to look at Yowie and, and yeah, Yui? Well, the Yowie is going to be right there. It's going to be us. You're going to wow. be Yowie. Wowie Yowie. I'm sorry, that was stupid. <laughs> no, that wasn't stupid. That was 100% uh, accurate. One of my favorite memories from any convention is when I went to Anime Expo, like maybe 2007, there was a Yowie booth, and the guy running it was wearing like cat ears or something, and he was yelling, Wowie Wowie, come get your Yowie! Right? <laughs> <laughs> You and uh, Dr. Ryan bought me, um, I think oh, some yeah. yaoi. Some oh, no, yeah. there's some hentai, but I think one of the Ooh. one of the hentai stories had some yaoi in it. Oh, that's good. They got all they got the best of both worlds. Yeah, so, yeah. it was the best so, uh, of both worlds. Who don't know what yaoi is exactly? Can we get a can we get an explanation? Uh, it is game. It is uh, male gay manga, and yeah, and Yuri is female gay manga. Uh, now, we, a friend of ours runs this convention, and she invited us along, and we accepted. We're gonna have a booth there. We, we, we might That's even have. Great. Are we gonna have an exclusive t shirt there? What? 
That's what I hear. Who knows if it's 100% confirmed? It could be in the works. Dude, I can only imagine what a gaming cult Yaoi t-shirt tie-in do. I mean, that could do huge numbers for our, our fan base. Oh, we're doing it for the ladies, you know? You gotta. Or for the guys, hey. Yeah. We're gonna be on a panel. <gasps> and now, this is this is what is planned, but if it goes through, it's gonna make history. Zach, what is the third thing that we're going to do? Um... I'm doing a live playthrough of Hotful Boyfriend. Oh, yes! Brilliant. Oh, in, front of an, in front of an audience. That's great. At least we'll get everyone off my back, because I was... <laughs> <laughs> no fucking yaoi of me today, thank you. I'm fucking birds. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a man who knows what he likes. Uh, you're into the avians, species. So that's, that's going to be in Sydney, Room 801 convention. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, you know, it's the wa it's the wacky underworld, and we love it so much. Wack oh god, why did I say wacky? <laughs> wacky crazy. Wow, wow, we wacky. Come get you, wacky. Yeah, some Greek food. Yeah, wacky. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and that's not even the big things that I wanted to announce for Gaming Cult Podcast for 2014. So holy shit, viewers, just you wait. Wait until yes. you get a load of him. Uh, yeah, wait until you get yes. loads in your yaoi. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Yaoi. Something's gonna happen yeah, if you load. Man. Good golly. So I've been playing Technology. video games. We'll get through it. I've been playing DuckTales Remastered. Woo! <gasps> and so I, I love it. I fucking love it. It's one of my games here. <laughs> Honestly, it is. Uh, I, I, really? Shouts out. Uh, yeah. Da, 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 da. Do it. Do the high note. Thank you. No, I love it. It, it's, it, it's, it is the, the NES game, uh, but it's you know remastered, new graphics, the original voice cast, including the guy that does Scrooge McDuck, who is in his nineties now, which is incredible. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Came back. The 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 complete original voice cast of the show, and it's you know it's. It's just really sweet, well acted, uh, well performed work from all, all the uh, voice artists, and the game was a lot of fun. It is Ducktales on the NES remastered, and I loved it. Wow. Good to hear. I got to see like uh, before it came out. We were at the SGC convention, and they played. I think they streamed a lot of this, but they got to play it in like a gaming competition before it came out, and it looked a lot of fun. It, it reminded me exactly of the old game, and I hadn't played that since. It's, Fuck, it's man. really good. That's right, I, they, I, were, they were running it in the Iron Man gaming convention. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was... Oh, were they? They, they yeah, presented yeah. it like a wizard. Just like, <laughs> they're like, oh, the next game is... Don't tell them everyone but, but they also shit. did that with uh, Sonic 4 Episode 1, which was a shame. Yeah, they did that like years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, that game wasn't that great. But, yes, I love that game. And Zach, that, I think that's all I've been playing apart from GTA V. Uh, I've just got Beyond Two Souls, I'll be playing that next. I'm going to be playing some of that Final Fantasy XIV on the PS3. Zach, hey. I'm almost afraid to ask, but how is life going in The Sims 2? Well, it's going pretty fucking well. Now, there's a bit of a backstory to the character I'm playing at the moment, and it all started on a, friend, on a car trip with a friend to get some flat pack furniture from Ikea. And 
it was the most fucking miserable experience of my life. I fucking hate IKEA. It's the most depressing place I've ever been into. Oh, yeah. The staff are greatly unhelpful if you can fucking find them in the maze of a place. There's absolutely zero windows, so you're in the constant, like, you know, kind of illumination. Um, I couldn't find the fucking ball pit, so he couldn't drop me off there and just, like, tell me, f and, you know, he'd fuck off while he goes to the warehouse and finds out what flat pack furniture he wants. And so, I realized in Sims 2 that there was indeed an IKEA furniture pack add-on. And wow. what, what a better shout-out to our good friend, Martin the Swede, than to make a, you know, totally uh, culturally relevant character. His name Absolutely. was His name was Ferni, and his last name was Cherbrook. And so, <laughs> and so, from there on, I set out to make this house as much like Ikea as I could. It was really fucking big, and... Like, you pass the same display- it was just like a maze, you pass the same, like, furniture display at least, like, 50, 60 times. <laughs> and then there was a big warehouse at the back. But the beauty of it was, not the actual construction of the house, it was just full of shitty IKEA furniture. The beauty of it came from when you had guests come in. Now- You, re you recreated IKEA in The Sims too. Yeah! It's like That's insane. Characters. The character's name is Furniture Broken. <laughs> <laughs> so, you'd have your guests come in, like, welcoming you to the neighborhood, and suddenly they stumble into an Ikea. What will this adventure hold? Do they want a new lamp? Maybe a table? I don't fucking know, do they need a clock? Are there one dollar hot dogs at the end? Well, that they never found out, because most of them got lost in the maze, started crying, pissed themselves, and died. <laughs> in the middle of my household. Nice. So, so I'm going around, there's all these gravestones, and I'm like, well, what the fuck do I do now? <laughs> my house is full of dead people, there's piss all over the place. Do I set up a bathroom? Fuck no! I invite over more people, because eventually someone will get to the end. One man makes it to the end, he is in the worst mood possible, screams at furniture broken, and leaves, never to be seen again. Furniture broken. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's beautiful. Thank you. Uh, what you do is for free time. Video games. Thank you. Thank you. <sighs> well, uh, boys, very quickly, rapid fire. Let's go then, bits. I've got a bit of a viewer mail. How about that viewer mail? Let's go viewer mail. Slam it down. Viewer mail. This one's from Marty Duke. What is your worst case scenario? Hello, GCP boys and girls. I have some worst case scenario questions for you. What? Which is your worst case? I'm not going to say that. That sounds dumb, Marty. You worded that badly. Now, Zach used to do a lot of these when he was a kid at the dinner table all the time. These fucking, uh, you know, these fucking hypothetical worst rather? case... Yeah, would you rathers. Oh, we used to do those. Those are fun. Zach w was the best at them, and it was a fucking nightmare. Would you rather a goldfish that gave you AIDS or fucking die at sea? What is die at sea? So you're out, stranded in the middle of nowhere in... Like on a fucking raft. Oh, and die a, at sea. Oh, yep, and a goldfish comes out, and but it's got the goldfish AIDS, which transfers into human AIDS if you eat it. Do you eat the goldfish and live to survive, and you know make it back to land, tell your story, but you have AIDS, or we die at sea. Frank, what do you think? Uh, I would live. I would choose to live longer, even if I had AIDS. Yeah, I think that's yeah. that's what I would do. Well, it's yeah, no, I, I, AIDS is no longer a death sentence, nor is HIV. But it's goldfish yeah. AIDS, so people are going to think that you fucked the goldfish rather than ate it. Well, I, people think worse of me already, so... Yeah. 
You know what? We live in a cisgender. I think we'll be fine. This means yeah. a lot more outside the internet. I've had people argue this to like the fucking death. But what? let's hear that. Let's hear this one that has been presented to us by Marty Duke. From our friend Marty Duke, we have which is the worst case for you: falling through ice while hiking, or falling through ice while driving a car? Ooh, driving yeah. a car. They're yeah. both fucking terrifying. Yeah, driving a car. Hiking, I got a better chance of getting out. Oh, well, that's the worst case scenario. Oh. Yeah, so I would go with driving a car. Yeah, I'd, def I'd say driving a car too, but if you're hiking, you're going upwards, so you could fall down a crevasse. Oh, you uh, could. You don't uh, want to uh, fall uh, down a crevasse. No, that would suck. It'd be you like might, touching. You'd be touching the void. You might. You might have to have some pass down the terrace as well. I'm a terrasu. It's so yeah. It's a good game. But think, if you go down that crevasse, once you hit the bottom, there's all the fucking krill you can eat. That's true. Hey, if you're Zach, a whale. that's true. <laughs> exactly. All the. Hey, fuck it. Give krill a try. You don't need to be whale. You don't need to be, you know, anything like that. Just open your mouth and swim. Yeah. Don't judge. <laughs> yeah. Never mind that seawater bit. Most of it's probably fresh because you're at art. Because you're in ice. But then you run the risk of getting krill media. Wait, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> uh, that's no, what I want to never mind. That's where am I hiking doing. and where am I driving? I don't know. That's that's the that's it. That's okay. all I got. Hmm. Being lost at sinking ship in the North Atlantic or being lost in the Sahara. There's that one too. Atlantic, Sahara. anywhere in the water. Sahara. You're help. We're so helpless in the water. Atlantic's not that bad though. Cause like, think modern day. If you, if the ship's sinking, like that guy who was recently discovered, like yeah, that was crazy. Right. Uh, here's what you do. I choose the Sahara because you dig a hole in the sand, you put the sand on top, and you got the perfect house. Yeah, that's that's, yeah, that's best case scenario. Gotcha. Thank you, Base Girl, and thank you, Marty Duke. Thank you. Let's go. Those al album recommendations, classic album recommendations from the past up into the present, including the present. Uh, Frank, our dear guest, I love you so much. Do you oh, have yeah. an album recommendation? Uh, what have I been listening to lately? Uh, Perfume's new album is really good. Oh, that is that out? out? Yeah, well, yeah, that came out... For level 3 came out, like, a few months ago. That's awesome. Oh, shit. I'm uh, behind. Yeah, Perfume, for people who don't know, Perfume is, like... is Perfume's the best J-pop uh, band. Um, because the, the composer is this guy named Yasutuka Nakata, who, most, most like, idol groups, it's just pretty girls, but the music is shit. The music yeah. is... Excellent. Uh, Amazing. This, compo this composer is like heavily inspired by like Michael Jackson, like a lot of artists in the '80s. So it's really groovy and funky. Uh, and the girls are a little bit more like older. Uh, they're not like 16-year-old girls, so it's like uncomfortable. Like they're like in their upper 20s. It's really sophisticated. It's beautiful, super fun, groovy J-pop. Perfume level three. It's awesome. I've got to check that out. I've definitely I've recommended perfume on the show before. Yeah. Get amongst it, cunt. Australia. Australia, cunt. Oh yeah, Frank. Uh, can we get can we get your best um, Australia, please? Best Australia, like an accent? Yeah, like just fucking Australia, can't. Uh, Australia. Ah, how you doing today in Australia? No, he's saying that's you more Irish. Australia. That's that's fucking Irish. Irish. Fuck how are you doing Australia. today? Australia. Australia. You just say fucking fucking Australia, can't. Fucking Australia, can't. There we go. Boom. I like it. Uh, Garrett. Yo. Album recommendations. I'm gonna go... Hmm. 
I'm gonna go with uh, Christian Death. It's only Theater of Pain, which was, uh, I believe, their first album, debut album, classic gothic uh, LP. I just picked it up. Uh, I got a reissue of it. When I was in Texas, actually, I found it at this record store, and I've been spinning that. I've been playing that on my decks, and it's got some uh, very, very stereotypically like goth tracks, and it's uh, it's 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 fun. It's fun music. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! S- standouts. Uh, I'm gonna say standout song. Romeo's Distress. It's got a, a nice groove to it. You think like fishnets to that or what? Yeah, you gotta throw on the eye makeup fishnets. You gotta get an onk necklace you gotta hang it from some type of chain uh it should be 1983 that would be preferable should be 1983 i like that it's uh yeah it's funny stuff it's like getting more into this dark wave music and listening to like the goth stuff that i've been listening to for the last couple years uh it's stuff that i kind of dabbled in before where i wouldn't go super Stereotypical. Like, I would have never listened to this band before. Uh, I, I don't know why I had that, like, apprehension. But now it's like, I want to kind of look into the history of the genre and, like, everything, all the big standouts. And uh, Christian Death is way up there. Hell yeah. Thank nice. you very much. Brian, you yeah. got that album. Uh, yeah, I do. A rather conventional one. But uh, I downloaded Lady Gaga's uh, new album when it came out. And I listened to it for about two weeks straight. Is it I, good? I really liked it. I wow. don't know. I don't know if other people are gonna like it. I don't know if they're gonna be like, oh, it's very, you know, conventional, very much like. But I, I, I kind of feel like it's not. I feel like it's really tongue in cheek, and she kind of knew what that um, that she was making. An, I mean, the album's called Art Pop, so I feel like she knew what she was doing when it came to like. Kind of being a little satirical about it. In, in one of the in the title track, like the lyric she says is "My art pop could mean anything," and I feel that's like very reminiscent of when like, uh, you know how Eminem would like write write in his albums like, "I write shit albums," and you guys still buy them. I kind of feel like that's what she did, but it's really catchy and a lot of fun. So if you're looking for like a fun but like really good pop album to just playing your car and it's really infectious uh, I think uh, you know you should check it out if you're looking for the next greatest piece of musical art I don't know if that's it but it's definitely gonna be an album you'll like to play and you'll get stuck in your head like crazy and yeah so I would recommend that because I've got a couple of her albums on even on vinyl for some reason but uh, I always found that she had like a good single here and there but her album tracks were always really poor because I didn't think of personally. I never thought a producer was that good, but maybe she's got a different producer now. Finally, I, and I, I think maybe, I want to say that this time around she had an entirely different production team, or they let her produce this by herself because she used to write music, you know, for other pop stars. So, yeah, that's true. You know, maybe uh, maybe that's the case this time around. I don't know, but yeah. um, it it's it seems to have something to it because I, I had her first album and I thought it was good. Uh, and I got, you know, the, the, the follow-up, which was kind of like a weird um, combination of the, of the first and second album. Um, but this one seems to really be more focused, a lot more fun and dancey. Uh, I mean, I'll wake up in the middle of the night just 
it'll I'll have a song stuck in stuck in my head uh, from that album. So uh, I would say one of my favorite songs on that album would probably be the tight uh, the the opening track, which is called Aura. It's I I just think it starts off really cool. It goes into really interesting places and kind of kind of takes you to uh, to some fun fun spots. You know, it's a it's a it's a fun album overall. Um, I think my favorite song on it might be Mary Jane Holland or uh, or Gypsy. I mean, even even the single applause was like, man, that was it's such a well produced track. It's sure. It's it's good. I think you'll like it. I think most people will like it. Um, she has like a song that's kind of like a rap song with Ti, this other guy who I don't know, and Twista. And you're like, gosh, this is better than oh, wow. most Twista's rap. Back. Yeah, yeah. And he does really well on it. Huh. The beats, the music, everything's really good. So check that out if you want to have like a really fun, catchy album that you could listen to for a while. Pick it up, put it down. It's funny. I that's reckon. how that's how Kanye got his uh, start. Was producing for Twister. Oh really? Yeah, pretty much. Ah, wow! Twister. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, um, Cody. Mm-hmm. You got that music? What do you think? I got an album. Yeah. I got one album. Uh, we're featuring a chiptune artist. Uh, this time. So I have another chiptune artist that I really like that I discovered recently. This is a Japanese chiptune band called YMCK, and they just released a new album called Family Days. It's a great album. You should check it out if you like Japanese chiptune music. Good. I recommend it. My favorite track is Turn Left, Turn Right. Good track. Good stuff. Cody, one thing to highlight, though, with YMCK is, like, it's not just chiptune, but it's a combination of, like, chiptune and, like, lounge singing, if that makes sense. And, like... Like there's a sing there's a singer over the tracks. Oh really? Yeah. So <laughs> it's like really cute, fun uh, chip music, but on top of it is this like sweet, like you know, j- cute like Japanese girl singing in it, and it's like really light and fun. It's dope. It's dope as hell. Sounds good. Uh, Zach. Yeah. You got an album recommendation? Um, I got a few artist recommendations because it's really fucking hard to find their album. Oh, go for it. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Italo disco. Oh wow, yeah. dude! That's that's a that's a, 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 a hole to get into for sure because there's a lot of it. It's the fucking shit. It's, but it's um, pretty under. It gets pretty underground if you go for the original stuff as well to yeah. actually like find stuff. Search everywhere for the fucking album um, faces by Cleo, which is C L I O. Well, if you can, if you can listen to anything to get you into a telegram disco, listen to that one fucking track, Cleo C L I O faces. You'll fucking love it. You'll boogie hard because fucking 80s and you're doing coke and you're in your red sports convertible and, oh, yeah. you're, and you're fucking your second wife while your first wife calls you asking for child support but you've blown it all on coke and you don't care and that's what this song makes you feel like shuts out yep live in the moment and also another another just to name drop since they're so fucking awesome the, live, sha- the live shadows live in la vida, vida coca yes ah, don't do and, drugs kids no do it they're fun they're bad and illegal they're fun just struggling with addiction is the, college. Struggling with addiction is the greatest thing that will, like, you know, reveal to you how strong you are. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta prove a point. Sponsors, I know you're out there. Gaming Club Podcast, we're looking for you. Zach Innes, give me anything. Pharmaceutical companies, I'm a whore to you guys. Hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> 
<laughs> Straight edge for life. Thank you, Zach. Thank you. Tyler Disco. Tyler Disco. The shit. Uh, well, I've got a double recommendation. Uh, I definitely 100% recommend um, Chibi Tech's album Moines Volume 1, which you can find on a band camp and it's five bucks and it's one of my albums of the year. But my double recommendation is uh, I'm going that footwork still and it's the new DJ Richard album that DJ oh. Spin also co wrote. It's Double Cup, it's out now on Hyperdub. It's, I, I wrote a review on it, along with a couple of other reviews. On, I wrote a review on the RP Boo album, and the new Tracksman album. That's all there on GamingCult.org. Scroll down a little bit, you'll see that. And Double Cup, I reviewed it, go check it out. Amazing album. But, there is a Japanese juke and footwork scene. What?! Not just producing, but dancing, and the whole thing. Cre oh, of course, that's the, that's the appeal, I think, for the uh, Japanese, would be the dance. Absolutely. Started by DJ Fultono and his started with his label Booty Tune. Uh, it's one of the newer releases on there on Booty Tune. Uh, it's Gnon Picks, G N Y O N P I X, and it's his uh, new album or uh, maxi EP called uh, Forty Four Thousand One Hundred or Forty Four One Hundred. Uh, and oh, it's it's amazing. I've been playing a bit of it in the background. Uh, so if you were like, wow, what was that crazy? tech kind of thing uh, I, yeah it was that go check that out Nyonpix 44100 Japanese footwork and juke guys it's check out all the stuff on uh, on Booty Tune and a couple of other labels which I will remember next episode so uh, Ganbate um, Japanese footwork scene well but my boys that's it that's it that's that a fucking, fun ride that's fucking it you did that shit thanks for listening I want to give a big shout out to our friends at Hanabi. They've been sending us that anime. Oh my. And I've been watching that Bakemonogatari. I'm fucking loving it. It's a big series. I'm getting through it. Uh, it's got some of the best writing I've ever experienced in anything. Uh, really? It's becoming one of my new favorite animes. And the artwork is great, and the soundtrack, and the pacing, editing, everything about it. Bakemonogatari. Check it out, Aussies. It's oh. out on Hanabi. I'm really Blu-ray and DVD. I'm really excited for you to get the Nisi Monogatari. I'm curious what you hey, call that. Hey, I've got it. They, uh, hey, our, got our, it. Boys, our boys and girls, shouts out to Z and Eric and and uh, and everyone at, at, at that Hanabi. They're sending us that stuff. Uh, coming out coming out this month, they have Hiro no Kakure Volume 2. They've got Kokoro Connect, the complete series on Blu-ray. Uh, they've got Revolutionary Girl Utena. Damn uh, good. Part, part 3 of that box set. Man, we've been wow. reviewing all kinds of stuff. It's been good. Cody, you watch so much anime, it boggles my mind. Yeah, I do. Hey. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I had a big drought for a while, and then when Crunchyroll came around, and especially now since they have, like, the PS, uh, like, the PlayStation app and, like, all other platforms, yeah. it makes it so easy because they get so much licenses from Japan, like, like instantly, like, all the stuff that's coming out currently in Japan, you have in 1080p in HD with great subtitles. Yeah, I, like, I need to try out that demo you sent me. Yeah, hey, it's good. And it, I mean, like, it, like I watch so much because it's just like, oh yeah, hey, I can check out this show. I don't have to like go download illegal stuff of it. Yeah, don't, don't say that. I'm. I was as an anime fan. I was always kind of turned off by the title of an anime, like. If it was something that I had no frame of reference point, I would be a little more cautionary dipping my toe in, unless someone told me, like, hey, uh, 
Well, I don't, it, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's a weird it. name. Well, yeah, Evangelion, Neon Genesis Evangelion. But I, I think for that, it was maybe like box art because seeing the VHS in the yeah, movie yeah. rental place I used to go to. But like the name of the series you guys are talking right now, like Hanamanagatari, what is that? Bake Monogatari. See, right there, I'm like, that's, I know nothing about that, and the hey, title is that's, like, that's a weird name. Once you oh. once you see once you see the cover art and art style, you'll then be you like, then you kind of get it. Yeah, yeah, okay. it's yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh, it, it plays around with some very difficult wordplay as well. The the show is poetic. Is the, the best visuals way I can put are it. interesting. The show. It, they just go just in so many different styles. It's so it. postmodern in its in its presentation oh. and fucking cool as well. Yeah, like just but in the way. See, yeah, it, it's well, very postmodern. Like, with the name Kill the Kill, I kind of know what I'm getting into. Just based on the name. It's oh, sort okay. of descriptive. I, you, I think you know what you're getting into, then you're going to watch it, and then you're going to be like, <laughs> okay, whoa. Okay, see, that's awesome. I love, like, I've heard nothing but good stuff about that. So. I'm in love with it. God, I can't stop praising it. Everyone Frank, needs to watch it. Anime I'm going to watch this tonight. They drive you nuts, too. What you been liking that anime? I have I, I don't get to watch as much anime as I'd like to. Well, I mean I can watch whatever I want, but I, I mostly watch movies. Um, but I'm trying to think great series. I mean, Revolutionary Girl Utena is probably my favorite series of all time. Oh, that really? shows really great. Yeah, that shows. It's, it's damn good. I can't I wait it, to yeah. start watching those box sets that I got from our friends at Hanabi. And hey, hey shouts out to to uh, to our friends at Rooster Teeth as well. Hanabi be doing, you know, they distribute all their stuff in Australia. I've watched all of uh, the first season of Ruby, and I fucking love it. I'm a fan. It's very cute. You can see where the limitations were in some of the uh, animation, and you know, it's all done in Maya and everything. So it's its own kind of art style. And but I love the delivery. I love the voice acting. I love. It's very cute and. I I really got attached to the characters within watching the whole thing, and I like it. Yeah. It it definitely it captures how cute that like that genre can get, in, in a really cool way with all the individual little niche things that all the characters have about them. Absolutely, I'm a Ruby fan. Good, that's cool. Well, boys, that that is most certainly it. That is oh. it. We did it. Shout out anime. Shout out anime. You better wrap shouts it. Shouts out anime. Shouts out cats. Cats, anime cats. Can we can we anime give a shout? Cats. Can we give a shout out to individual cats right now? Yeah, can okay. We? My my cat. Shout out patches. Fucking little bitch. Fuck. I'm looking at cats. Whoa. Right now. Whoa. Shouts out. Shouts, shouts out. out. That's a violent shout out, but he did pay money, his own personal uh, oh, money God, for the cat. cat. I, I own so her. the cat is your possession, Cody. So you. I own her. Right. I can enter life whenever I want. True. Oh my God. That's true. That's true. I mean, I'm not saying I don't condone that, but it, I mean, it, the cat is your possession, so you can't say those things. It's legally bonding. Yeah. I want to give a shout out right now to Smoke Monster. Shouts out Smoke Monster. And and I'm gonna say, well done, Smoke Monster. <laughs> Well you, wa you watch Brian Shouts. while he watches TV, and I like that. Shouts out to my other two cats, Anastasia and Aurora. Shouts out. You have three cats now, Brian. I have three. There are more cats than people in my house. Do you, you guys? I, uh, I've do never you met have Anastasia? Oh yeah. You With never the met the other two cats. Brian, do you have toxoplasmosis yet? I don't know what that is. Okay. I think yeah. I do, man. With the exception of Smoke Monster, all your cats have fucking pussy names. Like, stop being Anastasia's a good movie. 
No, fuck off. Shout out to Fritz, <laughs> the most badass motherfucker out of all these Goddamn Fritz. F-R-I-T. What? No S? No, because we're not doing a bitch in the Innis household. It's Zed. It's fucking Zed. Zed. It's Zed. It's Zed. Lord Zed. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no pussy on the Fritz up in this house. No. no. How's the relationship between your father and Fritz? Are you guys? Are they still getting along? <laughs> Fuck no. Oh. <laughs> Although still he jumped to us. He jumped on Dad's lap the other day, and Dad was like, "The fuck is this?" And was tense to throw It was like about a five. Those five minutes of like awkward eye contact between the cat just kind of pushing <laughs> the limit, being like, "How much can I do before you throw me across the room?" And how mad will your wife get when you do it? Fucking watch me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, shout out to Lillin. Okay. She's been shout quiet. Shout out to Lillin. Shout out Lillin. Staying small. I tried to bulk her up. We switched her diet. Put her back on the uh, grain-free, the health stuff. She did fatten a little bit up. She's got her winter coat going. So we're all we're all good here in the Hunter household. Shouts out to all the Lillin. Shouts out. Each and every one. Viewers, what's up? Frank, please give your cat shout-outs. Uh, I don't have a cat, but I will say shout-out to... Um, if I had a cat, I would name it Netflix. So, <laughs> yeah. shout-out to Netflix cat. Jesus Christ. Netflix thank you, cat. Thank you, Frank Howley. This has been episode 37 of the Gaming Cult Podcast. I've been your host, Jake Ennis. Please write to us, gamingcultpodcast at gmail.com, facebook.com slash gamingcultpodcast. Hey, look us up on YouTube and subscribe to us on YouTube. Lots of stuff going up on the YouTube, including archives of uh, our uh, Gaming Cult streams that we're doing now. And follow us on Twitch TV, twitch.tv slash jakegc. The GC stands for Gaming Cult. That's the show you're listening to. It's true. If you got this far and you didn't know the name, I don't know. Well, some, sometimes they download an MP3 and they go skip to the end. It's the best part. Yeah, absolutely. Just like I don't want to hear the, the last page. Exactly. The end. The end. Twitter at Gaming Cult Cast. Uh, Frank, please plug your things. Twitter.com slash Frank Howley. YouTube.com slash Frank Hooley. Um, that's my toilet. <laughs> 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 Alright, there you go. Also got Tumblr, Instagram, that's it. Steam community page. There you go. I'm on I'm on everything. Look up boy Howie. Last FM. If you come to yeah, if you come to my house you can use my toilet. We just heard an audio sample of it. Sounds good. Shouts out. Yeah man. I'm on my toilet. toilet sometimes too. At Garrett Hunter, at Dubayan, at Eric Badur, our dear friend Martin, he's taking a hiatus. He's got lots of stuff to do with his schoolwork. He'll be back someday. And I my sweet to my sweet boy. Who I started the show with, I give a kiss. And we'll see you soon. I love you, Mark. We miss you. Bye, Mark. Watch the ice cream stories stream and Ryan and Cody's stream. I hope you've enjoyed 2013 with the Game Co Podcast. Hey, hold the fuck up. At Zach Supreme. Hollywood Superstar Zach Innes. There we go. A big, big thank you to uh, Jalen Nisporos. Uh, go and buy the Chibi Tech album. We're going to go out on a track. See you next time, guys and girls. Love you so much. Neko means cat. There it is. Neko can mean tiger sometimes. It no, never. can't. Oh my god. The fucking cat tiger. told me it does sometimes. No one even plays Monster Hunter anymore. No one cares about Monster Hunter or the ultimate version. They made good t-shirts for it, though, right?
Okay. Thank you for that t-shirt, by the way. Sexy.
inside. <laughs> this kid is killing him. He wants a hamby easy. Fair enough, fair enough.